You talk. Give me two. Moves about that garbage. Oh, fantasy. I should do. Damn fantasy for love. Welcome everybody. It's garbage time. We are in a garage. We are. That is true. This show barely came together. So I hope everybody um, appreciates the efforts put forth. Um, not by Sean. Um, actually, you know, all you guys deserve. I canceled a medical appointment tomorrow to be here tonight. That's right. You did. It was kind of a serious one too, by the way. You might die. I, I'll but make you're it here tonight. We have, and we'll uh, big shout out to your wife. Uh, G. She Gianna. figured a lot she of this out. She figured a lot of this out for us. She got us shaking and moving. Um, Thank you, G. Gianna. Meow. Thank you. Appreciate it. Yeah, so we're in, in the garage just freezing, cuddled up together with blankets uh, under a sleeping bag with a flashlight. Just like we used to do it back in the day. Nothing's really changed, right? There's an empty bottle over there. Hey, who's... I might be lucky, man. <laughs> uh, yes. A um, couple opening thoughts for you guys. I, I, I really have two that I want to cover um, getting into the show. First one is, not to call you out, Sean, Uh-oh. but I'm going to call you out. Okay. <laughs> um, <laughs> don't worry, he's not too bad. Um, th- there's a story... And it kind of got glossed over. We all joked about it for a minute when when we first heard about it. But um, I want to take I want to take everyone back to the wild card weekend of uh, NFL playoffs. When um, I forget what we did the night before. We did the podcast the night before the first game no. of the playoffs. I don't think we did. No. We, no. We, what did we do? The GCI draft. We did the GCI draft at Roundtable Pizza. That's correct. In the party room. Okay, thank you. I knew it was something. We were all together. But um, so this, the funny. Fifth year running GCI, by the way. Fifth year running GCI Invitational. Gary Corzine Invitational. Uh, you probably won't be invited, so don't worry too much about it, listeners. Uh, it's, it's a blast. Um, you and Frank after, <laughs> partied all night that night. Am I correct in saying that? I uh, We stayed longer than you did. I don't know if we partied all night. Did you take it downtown after we parted ways? Yeah, you came with us. Downtown. You were with us, actually. You left the establishment. All three of us entered that evening. After correct. And we GCI. played 5,000 at Town Square. Right. Yes. Yeah. sure you lost. And Sean lost. I and I went crying home. home. You went crying as home. As per oh. usual. Yep. Mm-hmm. Nevertheless, I, I won't rem- <laughs> make a remark on your... Status at the time, but I was crying. So, okay. um, so yeah, you so had to hold my hair up in the when I was puking in the bathroom too. Um, but what what I'm getting to is, and I didn't learn this till a week or two later. This there's a whole story behind this. 
Um, you guys had plans, and I think they were kind of spur of the moment plans. Frank, you were always going to the game, to the wild card game. Correct. Yeah, Sean, was it a last minute decision, or how how much lead time did you have going, I going to the Forty Nine game? A few days before. Okay. At least at least like four or five. Okay, four or five days. So put that on record. Four or five days you had leading up. You knew you were going to the Niner game. I did. To the wild card game versus Seattle. Correct. Um, it was rainy conditions, right? Supposed to be like torrential downpour yeah. conditions. And actually it rained more walking in and walking out of the game. Like we really didn't see much rain during the game. None. In okay. fact, almost. But we were fully suited up to take on the brunt of it. Jesus' wrath. and Which was kind of disturbing because we had been making fun of everyone walking into the game, or at least I had been, because I was ready for a tsunami. And I was like, look at all these people walking in there in sweatshirts. They're going to... This, this is going to be a nightmare for them. Didn't their parents teach them anything? Well, the nightmare was for me. I was really uncomfortable. Were they Niner fans or, four or Seattle fans? Does this have anything to do with regarding Sean's communication skills? That's where I'm going okay. with this. Right. No, I, I, it's I just, a long lead-up. No, no, no. It's no, a it's, long no I mean, it's... it's <laughs> So you know I'm where not I'm going. Going, but I'm just saying at one point, like when I realized I was had made maybe made a mistake. So let's go ahead and say it then. Blown away. Sean. So Frank picks up Sean at what time? I believe it was eight thirty. Sean or Frank picks Sean up at eight thirty his house. They Frank likes to be early at these things. He's like my dad. My dad needs to be at the airport. If our flight's at ten AM, we're at the airport at three AM in the morning. And that's always how it's been. So I'm not calling. This is all factual. And Frank's always point. been older than uh, Frank's always been older than his his years, and so right on par with with Frankie. So he picks Sean up early. They get down there. What time did you guys get down to the parking lot? Ten. We made good time. At it Levi's was probably Stadium. quarter after, but okay. yeah, about three and a half hours early. Okay, so there. Sean's probably he does, Sean doesn't care. He's a pretty easygoing guy. So Sean's happy. Give him a beer. Hang out in the parking lot. A few hen houses. Broadway yep. Market, uh, bacon, egg, and cheese, bacon, sausage, and cheese. Part of one. Just sounds like the perfect day so far. Um, so they're they're down there. They're getting ready. It's at 1, 1 p.m., 1.30, 1.20. I think it was 1.35. One, okay. 125. 1.25 uh, uh, kickoff. Kickoff, yeah. Uh, so they do their thing. They, they watch the game. Niners win, beat the Seahawks, uh, make it to the next round, end up winning the Super Bowl, but we'll talk about that later. Um Anybody wants to argue me, I'm happy to. Uh, and so you guys watch the game, have a grand old time, and you guys stop at um, you stop at Trader Sam's in one of my the old neighborhood I used to live in in San Francisco. Uh, Trader Sam's off Geary Geary and 25th or 26th Street in San Francisco. I think it's 25th, 25th or 26th and Geary, right? For the world famous, say it all together. Scorpion Bowl. Sean's drinking or he would have said that. So you stop and get a Scorpion Bowl, and you, the only one way to drink a Scorpion Bowl is straw loads. Yeah. So it's a big, uh, it's a big bowl. Salad bowl, like yeah, salad bowl that would serve people's salad at least, or like uh, corn chips at a Mexican restaurant. It's like a wicker. It's a party wooden bowl. bowl. Imagine a and every time I was in there, I was pretty much. I was going to say, Sauce if you that. ordered a large salad from, like, Round Table or, like, family style, it, it's, like, something shaped like that. Yeah. Square footage. Have they shrunken in size with the, no. with the inflation, no. change no. of the times? Is Scorpion Bowl still a true it, Scorpion Bowl? It, Scorpion Bowl in, you know, 2001 is a Same Scorpion Bowl in 2023. Causing blackouts since 
what year, I wonder. I mean, I that thing, it's probably. an institution. It's been in San Francisco since before I was lived there. But right down the street, the Gordo Burrito. Oh, one of my favorites. I stop there every time I serve. I get Bojo the boiled beach. chicken. It sounds boring. It's my favorite and, one. And kind of lame, but it's it's, it's my favorite. I only do boiled chicken. I, I won't feel eat better about myself eating a burrito. And it's good. Yeah. No, no, sorry. Absolutely. Uh, Scorpion Bowl, though, it you, you got to stop by there and try it out. It's um, I'm getting nervous here. Can you guys unload yeah, on we'll me? Yeah, we'll get there. What? We're getting there. We're slow build, Sean. Sadly, slow I have build. no idea where he's going. <laughs> me neither. I can't even do, but I thought slow, I was like, he surpassed. Huh? Slow build. I want to keep it, you sweating over there. got a little fuzzy after the sweat Scorpion Bowl, but I feel like I was on my best behavior. Scorpion Bowl's... You got to go to Trader Sam's in, in, on Geary and 25th or 26th in San Francisco and try it out. It's uh, it's like every alcohol you could put in a drink. You have to split it with at least one other person. Even then is risky. You should have at least four people drinking out of four straws. You guys probably shared a straw. It's all good. Um, but you have to split no, it with it's, somebody. It's, it's, a, it's, a, it's, it's a, a party drink. It's a four-peat. It's a four-person um, beverage. Sure. So anyway, you guys do your Scorpion Bowl. I love that. I wish I was there to join you guys and cross the Golden Gate Bridge, heading back back home, back up north to Sonoma. Um, and days later, I don't know even know how it came up. Frank, maybe you could help me with this, but it comes about that uh, Brittany, Sean's wife, called him. I think it was ten or eleven in the morning. Say, hun, hun, give me one, Frank. Hun. <laughs> that's uh, that's kind of it's really more like. Han, 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 where are you? Well, but Han can be like he, and he's mastered it, and I've tried so hard to to uh, replicate. But like, you know, Han, you know, like you can tell a lot just by the inflection you know? on it. And then Han, there's, there's multiple tones of Han. Han, it's own language. Are you in trouble, Han? Um, um, so angry you, hunt. Your timelines, yeah, it was probably. Am I doing good know, so far? 10 45. Okay. Um, Hun calls yeah. and, and says, Sean, where are you? I got Hun, up pretty early and I was ready to go. You were in and she out was the not doors. even awake. She yet wasn't awake I, yet. When I left, it may have been before 8 30. Okay, sure. I'm she fine. wasn't awake. She didn't even know I had gone anywhere. And that's my point. Exactly. And, and so. the marital stat, well, there's a marital <laughs> stat. I mean, they're married. These uh, Sean and Brittany, lovely couple. Um, been married happily for I think four years now. Five, five years. Five, five. Congrats. Same year we. I think married. five is uh, what wood. Is the um. Yeah, you're right. Fifth year. It is wood. Years of wood. Good. Wood, wooden jewelry. That uh, would wooden anything. Well. Wooden, wooden anything. Anyways, um, so yeah. Okay, so continuing. Um, so Hun calls Sean. Says, "Hun, where are you?" And Sean is at this point. I think he's in the parking lot of Levi Stadium, about we to go were, see we the game. We were in the no. Well, I mean, it's it's like I said, ten thirty, ten forty-five. Game kickoff was one forty-five. So we're, I think we we're in my truck, rocking out to you know, ACC, White getting just getting pumped. Billy Squire, maybe even perhaps Billy. <laughs> um, yeah, Fred. and you know, it was it was just, the weather was you know was uh, abnormal for Northern California at the time, and we were having a few beers and fun. I want you to take over from here because I, I'm. This is all second hand no, for I, me. You were there. I want to know, like. No, that's fine. Yeah. I, I. This is this is this is good. I'm glad you kept this <laughs> hidden away from us. Um, this is really it's not affecting me whatsoever. Uh, only one of the three of the Garbo squad, but um, 
Yeah, so 10, 30, 10.45, drinking some beers, listening to sports radio, getting pumped up. Sean, Sean, uh, phone rang, and, you know, <laughs> I could tell in, in, instantaneously it was, you know, his lovely wife, um, Brittany, and, <laughs> and, yeah, it was like, I couldn't hear it, but I... <laughs> You know, I know she said, where are you? And, uh, no like, idea where he was. He's all, hun, I'm, I'm at the diner game. And she's like, I can hear, so did you go get some? No, hun, I'm at, I'm at the diner game. So, so not to make this, yeah, yeah, he, Sean got up, brushed his teeth, put a little deodorant on, got his best diner gear on, brought some uh, rain pants from his brother. And uh, gone. Out the the wind. Nothing. Didn't tell his wife anything. And that's why I asked, like, what was the lead time in knowing you were going to go to the Niner game? You said four to five days. Four to five days, yeah. And I just think about, I just reflect on, (laughs) I reflect on my relationship and I'm like, man, if I knew, if I just sporadically left, spontaneously got up. Before she even woke up. Yeah. And just like, hey, I'm, I'm out for the day. I don't know what you had planned today, but I'm. I'm going to the Niner game, and I've known for for four or five days. Uh, I'd be living on your couch. It didn't even occur to me to bring it up. <laughs> and I love your relationship. I love that. But um, Brittany is the most. She's under- amazing. She's it's, the best. It's saying it's it's not even enough to say how understanding this woman is. And that um, not to say Sean's, you know, stuff to handle. But uh, yeah, no, I right there, Squid Lips. If if I <laughs> left high and dry, you know, like I've landed, and I don't even bother to call, I I, I would have to, I would have to call. You'd be a better be home with flowers and like. Well, dessert. no, I would get to the game and then be like, hey, you know. You'd have to have a good story. I'm sorry, but yeah. Um, I actually have a, a quick follow up story to this last please. weekend. I don't even remember where I was, but uh, Hun had asked me where I was, and I said I was in Reno, which I definitely wasn't. And she just texted back and said, "When are you coming home?" <laughs> just no question. No, it's question. all good. You're in Reno. I don't. I'm not even gonna ask why you're it in made Reno. Perfect sense. <laughs> I'm not even gonna ask why you're in Reno. When are you coming home? You can be home by dinner. Should I have dinner waiting for you or tomorrow? That is. That's the relationship you guys have, and I'm, I love it. Uh, no, it's it's phenomenal. It's it's again, it's great. Um, I hope I didn't uh, call you out on that no. show, but I think that just is a beautiful story of your relationship. And like, it's I think everyone out there will be like, man, that's uh, they're they're impressed and jealous. And um, well, Han would have understood, considering like the, the, the 49ers story is twenty two. I mean, but the fact that he knew four or five days beforehand, I don't. Um, can yeah. you, maybe Brittany, don't listen to this if you don't if you know that. Part of the story, maybe you won't be so right. I think he had some play um, with with the situation, so maybe he felt like he could. I would have been gone all day, anyways. It didn't really matter that I was <laughs> either over yeah, at a friend's house or in Santa Clara. It was football Sunday. Was, she knew yeah, what was going on. I'm not. You it won't was see until the end of the day. It was Niners playoff Sunday. To it's top, a holiday. To top the story off. Um, there was a birthday party that evening. It was a Jason Sinclair, mm. uh, mm-hmm. brother of uh, our own and Junior Buggy, who's not here tonight. Yeah, uh, Mr. Wingo. Um, so, so we don't go there. I drop Sean off. I call. He's like, "Hey, man, 
when we get home. I was like, uh, I don't know, it was like 10.30, 10 o'clock. He's like, man, Jay's party was great. <laughs> we didn't go to Jay's. This is a, this is a fabrication, everybody. Yeah. He, he hand-boned. He, we, we were stuck on the Golden Gate Bridge for nearly 45 minutes. That's right. Minutes. I forgot about the traffic. Yeah, the um, box truck flipped over. Mm-hmm. On Very side. windy. Mm-hmm. Very windy. Sean. Very drunk. Very drunk. <laughs> he was basically like a, a gremlin, you know, don't feed after midnight or get wet. <laughs> he, 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 he changed on these people. He went from Mogwai to gremlin? He went from, yeah. We started with Mogwai. I mean, the, the guy lost his voice, so honestly, he can't beat Mogwai because Mogwai could just... You know, oh, nice. Just, you know, and like Sean, that. give us a whoop. <laughs> so he did that twice in the first quarter, not the first half. He did. That was a little. I can't. You got to be at the game to twice, and he he was speechless. Yeah, I. He 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 didn't use the woos at the right time. They were good times in the game, but maybe not. If I had known it was only going to be two that half, I would have saved him up. Anyways, great story. Oh, thank you. That um, well, that's a great story that I think you enlightened me on, um, and it was just perfect. Well, I had. To, I mean, when the phone rang, and it just like you, like you're, honestly, you're sitting there listening, like really, you didn't tell her that he was going to the Niner game. You're stuck on the four or five days, which that you, I agree with you one hundred percent. I was just more like, regardless of you told her four or five days prior, or maybe the night. The sure. night prior, we were pretty. Scott had actually set that part of the story up. I wasn't even home till like midnight or later. Mm-hmm. Remember the draft? Could have left a note though. That would have been a nice little touch. Well, again, four little bedside days. note on the pillow. Yeah. Love you, honey. I'm at the Niner game. See you when I see you. Might Fine. be in Reno next time you talk to me. Oh <laughs> 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 uh, yes, I love it, guys. Sean, thank you for being a good sport. Uh, what, you want me to grab a beer for you? You're a little closer. You can get it yourself as I get it for you. Thank you, Scott. Uh, yeah, I, I had a... that game, too, so that was, that was, that was, that was great. So that's, the Niners did win that game. The road to the Super Bowl. <sighs> the road to the Super Bowl. I'm gonna, uh, I'm gonna shift our, our thoughts. That, those were our opening thoughts, so, um, I want to do that every week, just kind of. Round Just put table me on the it, spot. Put Sean on the spot every week. Do it like that. This was television. The photos we could put of Sean out there. Oh God! And it's just endless. next week we're going to talk about uh, the the day Sean got his feet so sunburned in Santa Cruz. That was actually at uh, the pier in Santa uh, Sausalito. I just spread the no. Ankle it was though. in Santa Cruz. The ankle pick I got. How, how that? Go? That was a dirt bike accident. That's what I thought. Where he just refused to go to the doctor for? I, I did go right. to the doctor. They yeah, like after walking on it three like, months later. <laughs> <laughs> I went though. You did okay. You're like something's wrong. It's three months and my foot's only gotten bigger. I've elephantitis. Actually, the only reason I even went is because Frank's shame picture he sent of me with my deck shoes on playing horseshoes. Playing horseshoes. You had really? like you had like a sandal on your on your elephantitis foot and then a regular shoe on your other one and then I think you had a uh, like a one inch lift to make it even out <laughs> you did have your deck shoes like you just got done uh, sailing around the world oh boy and yeah one, it was like beat red it was so there was a lot going on with that ankle that day and then your normal you know 
ankle in the back. <laughs> okay, uh, moving on. All right. Okay. We. Yeah. Oh, we could just talk about that all day, but well, let's. How, how's the surf? Yeah, yeah let's get in. Talking about. Or, yeah. Or? So I'm gonna keep it real quick on the surf report. Okay. Surfing sucks. Dude, you got the best barrels ever, dude. Just like you pull in and you just get spit right out of them. You just drop in and just smack the lip. Drop down. Snap. And then after that, you just drop in, just ride the barrel and get pitted, so pitted like that. Don't try it. Whoa. Stay home. You're killing her. Don't get out of bed. I just got this whole Johnny Wingo, Hodat Bob vibe in my head right now. It's just like, you know, stay home, kooks. Um, go back to the go back to the coast. Beans Beach, good as always. You're gonna you you might get a leftover wave if uh, Johnny and Hodat Bob let you. Um, it's stormy out there. It's it's one of those times times of year where it's uh it's not good. It's got the stormy conditions, probably morning sickness uh, in the morning. Um, so you suggest maybe just go crabbing. Go yeah, go crabbing and you know what? Hop on a boat. I, I just got some uh, dungeons. Some dungee. Just some dungees a couple days ago. It was fantastic. Where'd you get it from? Uh, a, a good man, gay piggy. Mm-hmm. He's a, he's he's a, a commercial crabber, huh? Yeah, first trip brought in uh, two ton. Two ton? Two What's ton. he selling it to you a pound for? Uh, I'm not going to disclose. No. Okay. It's 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 below market price. Mm-hmm. All right. Okay. I'm. I've, but nonetheless, it was a less than 24 hour dungeons. I didn't get. Went it. home, cleaned. Does it he up. cook and crack them and clean them for him? Uh, he boils them, puts them on ice. So you, you're so cracking I, you cleaning? Have, yeah, you're cleaning and cracking. So Which people actually easy. like that part. I like that. I don't it's mind that. I mean, it's easy. It's easy. You rip the top of the head off. Do you eat that, 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 flip you eat that stuff in there? Some people eat that. Some butter. people like that yeah. yellow. So and, the yeah. butter, I don't know. It's a delicacy, but they say you should, it in moderacy, because they're, you know. But mercury or something in there? Yeah, there's stuff in the sea. But yeah, that's that's part of it. But yeah, they say go easy on it. Don't. Hmm. Don't, just like know, everything. If you're pregnant. How disgusting would it be to go hard into that? Like with a spoon? Like a bowl of it? Oof. Yeah, like the... <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. I I, Maybe. I, I've cleaned and cracked crab twice. So it was, and then, you know, the lungs in there. Mm-hmm. It's like, yeah. That looks well, like crab. Fiber and I'm, I'm always curious to the people that don't, you know, novice in the sense of clean. I mean, it's not that hard to understand what to, what's edible and what's not. But, well, the lungs are edible, but... I, my know. grandiose idea for a party when I lived in San Francisco was invite everyone over and we get as many live crabs as we can and let them go throughout the apartment. Everybody gets a, a, a wooden spear. <laughs> you have to With cha- a sharp tip? Yes. So you have to chase your crab down and kill it and then bring it over to the stove and boil it. And that you're, I'm talking survival and I want everyone in like a... Loincloth? <laughs> <laughs> in the loincloth. I unfortunately that never happened, but I honestly was planning that out when I lived there. Like, this is I'm in like, your own home. This yeah, is in my own home. You go to Ocean Beach. Yeah, well, I didn't own it, so well there you go. go. You'd have to clean it's it. Be though. crabby you can't everywhere. You're moving to well, that house was crabby area. anyway. Yeah, that seems like that seems like <laughs> people could get injured. A foot or a wooden spear through the floor. All right, you're like, you're thinking now, Frank. Think like 20 years that ago, is, Frank. That's still okay. It's your house, cool. Yeah, let's go now.
It, it, that's the thing. We rented the house, and our landlord but didn't even know too. we were there. But they wouldn't have to yeah. live in that same house. Dude, people were living in the laundry room. It, we had people everywhere. It didn't matter. It didn't matter. We were putting up uh, false walls and, and partitions. Well, speaking of sports fishing, uh, Higgy will also take you out and do some salmon, you know, with salmon's in. You nice. know, you can always get some halibut and some stripers and... Some rockfish, probably, as well. Yep, yep. Some rock cod over there, Yellow Bluff. That's the Marin side of the Golden Gate Bridge. Mm-hmm. Also, speaking of which, uh, Junior Boogie's not here tonight to give the, the true, proper um, fishing report. So, let's give him a call and see if we can get him online to to at least give us a look. He's down in Palm Springs at uh, our friend Louis Zizel's wedding. Congratulations, Louis. Congrats, Lou. Um, right on, man. Good guy. Great guy. Lou's I was like, always Coachella's been... already gone? <laughs> yeah, he's down at like, Coachella. Damn, Boogie's getting already. <laughs> he's, he's headlining. <laughs> yes. Um, for who? For uh, Miley. God bless. Um, but we'll try to get Boog on the line here uh, to, give a, to give us a surf report from Palm Springs. See what, what the fish is going on down there. Um, I can't but, imagine it being good. Not a lot of fishing in Palm, Palm Springs, Springs area. Yeah, not a lot, huh? No. Yeah. They Let's do have see. a big. What's that lake out there, or the sea? Uh, Salton Sea. Salton Sea, yeah. Mm-hmm. A lot of dead bodies. A lot of dead bodies. <laughs> good fishing though. <laughs> Salted cod. Which is a good. Have you ever seen the movie Salton Sea with Val Kilmer? No, I have not. Dude, check that out. He plays like a blues. Uh, but I need Bug for this one. I know. He's got Bug, on would, Bug would be all over this. He'd be like, Salt Sea? Kid me? Um, great movie. Give Do do yourself fit, self a favor and go out and watch uh, Salt and Sea with Val Kilmer. I still haven't seen the movie we talked about already. Best of the Best? Best of the Best. And uh, the other one. The Legend of Somewhere. Rad? We talked Rad. No, the one you brought up, Frank. Oh, The Adventure Begins with Remo Williams? Correct. I have not either. I don't think we ever talked about that one, though. I think that was more of a text thread. No, he brought it up. He had a picture of it and everything. Okay. Well, look at me. I've got a great memory. Um, So, surf report. uh, Go or don't go, I don't care. Um, Fishing report. We'll get it next week with uh, Junior Boogie. Fast tub. Out of San Francisco, another good party boat to jump on. and get some uh, halibut. Strappers. Love it. Rockfish. Love it. This weekend might be a little rough to get out on those seas, though. Well, I'm not saying it's, it's snowing in the hills just right now. You some, oh, of course. Yeah, no, no. Dungies. 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 Get your fill of dungies. If there's crap, I just went to a crab feed a couple weeks ago at Kenwood Fire I'm Department. Going to the Lions um, crab feed. Where is this it? Saturday. Uh, our favorite place where we would used to have uh, Snow Valley football half time. Meet and greets with Mr. McOmara. That's uh, all? That's all. Yeah. yeah, no way. Yeah. I didn't know there was a Sonoma crab feed. I'm upset I didn't know that. Five o'clock, no host for How much? 30 um, yum yums. What are we talking? I, 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 invite only? I was invited, of so course. I feel like disclosing that information. Here it is. Now the truth. Here we go. Yeah. Well, no, I was unexpected, so I, and I, I can't pass up. Peasants like Sean and I can't go. Well, if I had the opportunity to bring both you gentlemen, you know, on my, mm. in my hip pocket lip service mm-hmm. well I hope well, you have a great you know, time I hope you have a great it's, time uh, similar to how the boosters did crab is that oil vinegar mm. garlic uh, garlic black pepper kind remember of. when your when your pops Big Gare was yeah. doing that at Klein 
Yeah, good call, uh, client. Yeah, we get out there the Saturday before Super Bowl and eat a bunch of crab and drink a bunch of good wine and beer and see a bunch of good people. Yeah, it's a good time. I was always happy if I couldn't go, my folks would get me a um, one of the bags they'd sell at the end. Like tw- it used to be twenty bucks. You get a a gallon size Ziploc full mm-hmm. of full of just cracked crab, and I would just go to town on it. Yeah, no, that's, that's I think that's how he got so strong. <laughs> I'm sure Stan Augustine had something to do with that. Probably on the workout regimen he had me on. Well, you know, he learned. Well, he, he played with Coach Mac, right? Back Coach Mac, uh, Humboldt State. Football, yeah. Humboldt State. What were the Humboldt Lumberjack. Lumberjack. Uh, they were D two, I believe. There's no longer a football team up there. No, you're correct. We got to get you know just we, like Sonoma State. We got to get my dad on here to talk some Lumberjacks, some Sonoma uh, High sporting. Well, he was a peddling the Trojan, so. With your pops. They went to school together. Yeah, well, Big Gare was a couple grades above, though. Just yeah. like you and I. Yeah. History like, repeats wow. itself. Wow. They that's, say that all the time. Here we are. I think of that. Yeah. Wow, that's good knowledge. History repeats itself. Incredible. Big Gare, Frankie's dad, and my, my pops went to the same high school, Petaluma High. The Trojans. Yeah. They were... My, I mean, so what was... So if you had to choose... Like, all right, I'd hang out with those guys amongst our uh, Sonoma Valley, mm. uh, comp- not compadres, but opponents. Petaluma, I, I, I would. Petaluma guys seem pretty, uh, pretty chill. Uh, uh, Casa Grande, Garbage. <laughs> uh, El Molino, like lions, like, you know, like the, they're like. Cute, cuddly, you know, bear cubs that you just want to hug and kiss because you always <laughs> kick the shit out of them. Uh, uh, Annalie was, you know, they were hot and cold. Yeah, I think Annalie was pretty good when we were going through school. Uh, so they're, you know, but yeah, the Petaluma guys. I, I, we actually went on our senior. So you know, yeah, did you guys go to Mexico your senior year? The or, the class did. I didn't go. Same. Didn't go. I okay. didn't go either. So so I went. The year I graduated in 1997, and uh, there was four high schools that were all in, um, I think we're in Cancun, or no, Puerto Vallarta, excuse me, and Petaluma was one of the one of the four. It was us, Petaluma, and then two schools out of Contra Costa. And uh, yeah, the Petaluma, hey, if any any of you old Petaluma. Um... Trojans or Trojans out there, Kevin. Lions or what is the other one? St. Vincent's used to be. That's not no longer. Yeah, I don't think. No. So so we had what the El Molino Tiger or El Molino Lions, Anoli Tigers, the Gauchos, Trojans, oh Heelsburg Hounds, Heelsburg Windsor. Uh, I think Windsor snuck in there. You know, kind of a new school. Rio Catholic or no Mario Carrillo. Mario Carrillo. Mario Carrillo. Mm-hmm. They cr- recruited, I think. They had a Maurice Jones Drew. No, that was De La Salle. De La Salle. Yeah. <laughs> <Close> <laughs> <stuff>. <laughs> yeah. uh, the black label of high school football. Uh, good stuff. Are you guys ready to move on to the next the next seggy? So I got some pictures up in here in the garage. Uh, one of of Lenny Dykstra packing a bail lipper. On, on the Philadelphia Phillies, uh, yeah, packing a red man just looking like a, I don't know, like an alligator that just ripped a 
some kind of animal. Apart. Have you guys seen The Last of Us, the TV show? Yeah. Doesn't he look like he's got that the, the that stuff mud, that, uh, the mushroom uh, come out of his mouth? Yeah. What do you call that? The um, cordyceps, something like that. Cordyceps. Cordyceps. Yes, sir. That is more of a spit I never was a big fan of this style, this long cut. Um, was it not the first chew you ever had, though, Red Man? You know, the first chew I ever had was a um, Skull Wintergreen. From Travis Smith? Let's not say names. Well, we can bleep that out, can't we? <laughs> Frank said a swear word. But yeah, out of a Ziploc bag that he, yeah. he took from his dad's pouch and walking home from Altamira, our middle school one day, and puked. I think I puked within five minutes. Spinnies? Spins the whole the whole thing. I was Just, a construction worker for Halloween, probably maybe I don't know, eighty eight, eighty nine, and we'd go uh, to my friend Jeff Smith's uh, house. Mm-hmm. Lived downtown. Swimmer. Uh, Sonoma. Swimmer. Yeah, real good swimmer. Diver. Uh, diver. Runner. Um, and he lived over there uh, on Patton Street. Uh, so obviously, great place to trick or treat and whatnot. So we we get over there and. So I had my dad's safety vest on. Where's my dad in? Anna Copenhagen. Your dad chewed? Yeah. What? Chewed in his early years. Kopi snuff or long cut? Uh, I'd see him snuff. Snuff. I don't even know if they had another option at that point. Big Gare's only chewing snuff. They they had school. No, I mean Copenhagen probably made no other. Yeah, it was the fine or the real. The big leagues. Of course your dad chewed snuff. That's what a that's what a man real man chewed. Well, he he got a that habit from a, another good snowman out there, Dave Church, big fisherman, uh, rodeo riding uh, bulls and whatnot. Legendary family. Uh, yeah, Willie Church, great football player. But I digress. Um, so so Halloween, Jeff Smith wanted to have a chew. Copenhagen. How old were you guys? Fourth grade. That's like about the about the age you get introduced lucky to chew. For Jeff, it was. Pouring for like two days into Halloween, and the only reason I bring that was bring that up is it was a saving grace in the sense when he put that in his lip, he swallowed about half of that. Mm, you have to, Copenhagen. you gotta. There was water in the gutter, and that was all that he could scoop up just to get into his mouth and flush it out or try flush it out. And Wait, out of the out of the out of the gutter in the streets on, on Patton. Mm. It was it was it looked horrible, but. At the I mean, at my end, it looked something I'd never forget. <laughs> and here we are. <laughs> so exactly. you didn't take one? Hell no. I you know took better. one look and said, it's no all, thanks? When you're chewing Copenhagen you snuff. coward. <laughs> Frank doesn't like that word. You coward for not taking a chew after seeing your boy. Just hammer one down and then drink gutter water. <laughs> I knew better. It, it, Correct me if I'm wrong, you Copenhagen snuff chewing sons of guns out there. You need a good pack, right? That's critical. You, it, it, Not your I, first time. Well, you got to just okay. eat half of it. Honestly, <laughs> get it all over your face. You and Tucker put some in your eyes. Snort some. I'm, you know, squid and, and zins over here. I'll, I'll talk to Sean. Who, like, okay, he's Frank's Copenhagen. done with me. So, uh, yeah, Copenhagen. You need a good pack. You need a good. Yes, the the pack is critical, but I. I I chewed a lot of Copenhagen. I, I never liked it. It was just, after a while you couldn't. And it was an acquired. Taste. You couldn't control it any longer. It just it would get out of control pretty quickly. Well, the stick with it. At least for me. Okay. Anyways. So yeah, uh, but back to to Lenny Dykstra. Real quick, because you just sparked something in in my head. I'm sorry. Because I chewed for I don't know 
10 plus years. And I always like snuff was okay. Snuff was, was hard to pack in. I give it to you. It was an art form to pack a snuff in. But long cut, long cut was my jam. That's what I like. Um, and, and, and quitting quitting that, it's been three plus years now that I haven't had a, a tobacco chew. Thank you. Round of applause. Boom. Um, but man, one of my friends, I think he described it to me best. And I don't even know if we were talking about chew, but he's like, it just feels when you quit something like that, that's been part of you for so long and like in your blood. And it's like you, um, it's like you, like somebody died. It's like somebody, you lost somebody and there's just this void. You know what you there's lost? This un- you lost like that second cousin that like had sex with your sister. No. He was a degenerate gambler Mm-mm. and he had a heroin addiction and he died in a car accident and he's he wasn't a very good person, so that person's no. gone. So let me do, let me. I would all that is that's equated your, to chewing tobacco. That's your interpretation. This is mine. Quitting chew was like Frankie, you or Sean dying, <laughs> and then I never get to see you guys again. That I'm on it. I'm dead serious. That's how addicted I was. It was like losing a best friend. And just, there's this void in my life where it just, I don't know. There was just, I could eat sunflower seeds, lollipops, like anything to get that oral, you know, fix. Might but it would make me feel like a pile of shit. I'm know. just telling you, that's how powerful this, 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 you know uh, what? nicotine is. Well, it could have killed you. You could have been the friend that you weren't with anymore. True. True. I like it. But that's how powerful, I'm just I, I trying like to. the realness and yeah. I, I, I agree with pretty much everything you said and well. More importantly, that's your belief, and I respect your belief. Hey. And I think it's a pretty good darn belief. God damn, um, we're, you know we're doing some therapy tonight, boy. You're, you're better <laughs> off. I mean, it's like, you know, Frank was a good guy, but he's dead, and I'm maybe better off that way that he's dead. Mm. I don't want to be out of your life, squid lips. I love you, Frank. Um, but sometimes, you know, you need to lose something to be better. Absolutely. Plus, you're a father. Your husband. Oh no, I'm your son. I'm just telling you, like, I'm just telling you those first, like, for you, few months quitting is just this, this void, and there's there's something missing, and you, you know what it is, you know exactly what it is, but it's it's a deep. You started a podcast. Here we are. All you gotta you gotta fulfill it. But anyway, who's on the lower right? Okay, so on the so on the upper left, I have a board here. It says our our show name, Garbage Time which we might have to change the Garbo time or garage time, whatever's not already been taken. Uh, we got Lenny Dykstra up on the upper left. I wanted to add a few more. I didn't have time. It's low production. Uh, budget, budget's not there. Producers are holding money from us. Uh, Lenny Dykstra packing the biggest red man shoe you've ever seen. and he's That's just, not even going to fit in his mouth. No, I don't even know how he's going to contain that. Well, look, I mean, he's going to wad that up. It looks like he's going back. I agree. A second or he's not done. Third. This is a famous picture. You could Google Lenny Dykstra chew, and this one will pop right up. It's it's him, number ten, looking to his right, packing a big old red man. On the on the lower right side, I I threw a Jim Leland out smoking a ciggy because in the dugout, Jim Leland, coach for uh, Detroit Tigers. Yeah, Lenny Dykstra chew. It pops right up, huh? I got uh, Jim Leland, who, you know, it's funny because you said the same thing. I'm like, for some reason, Jim Leland reminds me of Gary Corzine. I don't know why. Has your dad, what does your dad have to say about this? 
I honestly I haven't brought that up to him, but th- there's there's a couple other people that you you know uh, that that runs in our circle, and I've <laughs> right. I've gotten many texts of of Jim Leland puffing tough in the dugout, and they're like, "Does get big hair still smoke marbles?" <laughs> I think they're like cut from the same cloth for I, sure. We could at least say that, right? Uh, yes, I mean baseball lovers, stash wearing, <laughs> um, sons of guns, you know, uh, tobacco Henri, can we say Henri? Uh, Henri, yeah, <laughs> no, Henri. I don't, I don't think my dad's as tan as Jim Leland. But uh, uh, but yeah, no, there's um, there's a lot of traits that Jim Leland and Gary Corzine. I love yeah, it. Yeah, no, that's. Um, but the the whole uh, the whole part of this segment is who the the first part of it was who packed the biggest chaws that you can remember the biggest chews lippers dippers what else Sean what other uh, acronym or not acronyms but um, what other what other words for for so chew chaws I think the we had chaws chaw lipper wow, dipper yeah anyway there's a lot of Snooze, them snoozer. snoozer. Which is like a, a Swedish thing, um, but so this segment we're talking about who packed the biggest shoes, man. I got a little list here. I'm gonna ring off. There's many more. I want to hear. I want to hear from everybody. But I'm gonna name a few, and then I want to get into. My brother sent me a good because I told him I wanted to go down this road. He sent me a good one about a cigar smoker in the dugout, which I I wasn't aware of and went down a rabbit hole on this guy. But anyway. Choose I got Lenny Dykstra is probably got to be number one. Just off this That one picture, picture would be enough. Yeah. If you Google – I think if you just Google biggest Chaws in baseball, it would probably pop up. Or maybe just, biggest show ever. Yeah. That could probably pop up. <laughs> we should have started at 10. Oh, we should go 10. Yeah, down 10 to 1. Good call. Later dates. We're still perfecting this thing. Uh, Lenny Dykstra, number one. George Brett. Remember George Brett's? Yeah. First base in uh, uh, Kansas City Royals. But not not only do you remember him, do you remember his chews? Like that stands out. Oh, he has the. You gotta Google Brett George Brett double taper. He talked about taking the double taper poop oh. to where he it was just it was perfection. Didn't even have to wipe. Nope. Mm. Take celium celium mm. husk. You could have that every day. I was. I mean, he even knew. He's like, I didn't even test it. I just wanted. He, he also tell. I've heard another story. He's talking about away. him pulling his pants in Las Vegas. Oh. Some good George Brett. So yeah, he's kind of maybe animal. we need to dedicate a whole show to him or something. I would say so. Get him in. Didn't Nick Swisher always have big old chaw? Good. Co- he's on my list. Nice, dude. Nice. Round of applause for Frank, everybody. Chase Nick Swisher is on there. Ooh, Chase Utley's a good one. I don't have him. Um, he, he controlled that well. He had a nice tight little. No, I like Frankie. No, you're, no, I'm sorry. I, I mean, if you got more, go because I want you to hit him before I name him. Will Clark. I mean, he was. Yes. We out. You know. Wonder what he chewed. I think everybody chewed Red Man back then. I think chewed, yeah, or Red Levi Man, Garrett, or like you know the big leafy stuff. Mm-hmm. And then I think then um, I think like that snuff more of the kind of came finer, in. Yeah, yeah. Bonds, Bonds always had a good one. Yeah, yeah. Oh, but he he had like the true lipper, like like yeah, up front, lipper. up front. He didn't up have front, it in the lipper. side pack. The old school, right up yeah. front. I like that. Yeah, it was like. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's, but he yeah. had it like so perfectly on one side of it. Like, I think it was on his right side. I think that's like a new school th- move is to put it in the front lip and not the not the side. I remember Dan Morgan, uh, <laughs> great Sonoma. 
not a professional baseball player, but a legendary, but a legendary chewer. Like he had like his whole. I remember he'd just be like, he'd like turn and like just like we saw half a can of Copenhagen. One of the best people out there is Dan Morgan. Phenomenal. Do anything for anybody. Phenomenal man. Does so much. for school, yeah. athletics, yeah. charity work, and yeah. volunteer work, he's he's incredible. Yeah. Shout out to Jan, Dan Morgan. We love you, brother. Um, I got two more, and then I'm going to just let you finish. Go. Uh, how about uh, Raul Abanez? Yeah, yeah. Or, uh, Raul Abanez. And then wow. uh, the Panda. Yes. I don't even have that on my list. That's a he packed the biggest. I mean, he, he was he out was, of control too. He yeah. was not good at it, and he was, he was no, all over his face. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, like, mm-hmm. like he had so much like. But he would do front and side. I think. He, I think he would had the whole. I think he had both sides of his mouth and the upper. I think he had an upper or a downer. And yeah. he had a cheaper. <laughs> I think he did it all. He had a trifecta <laughs> and a nicotine patch on his on his shoulder. <laughs> Oh, yeah. we'll Pablo might Pablo might have just moved up to like number two behind Lenny Dykstra, if not like even. Three. Yeah, he's deaf. So Lenny, Pablo, I'm putting Pablo number two, if not one. Okay, you moved him right up. Uh, to stay on a on a former giant is Timmy Linscombe always packed a good dip. He I was did. so like drawn to his hair or like his crazy arm angles. I, I really never really. If you if you Google it, you'll see it. You'll see it. Um, the other one, I think I said Babe Ruth already. Terry Francona. Oh, um, Terry Francona had probably one of the best, probably all time managerial or manager dippers. Dippers. Yeah. Yeah, no, I like that. You know what I've never seen is somebody throwing packing a dip and smoking a ciggy in the dugout. Leland might have been. Leland might have been do doing that. it. I've seen it. I've seen it. I've witnessed it. You have. I've witnessed it in little league or when was it? No, it was. I think a fishing trip. I don't know. The slews. Oh no, I've absolutely seen it and I've and I've done it. No, I'm, I'm just like saying. A family member. I'm just saying. Like, in, I, on I, the. I wanna, I to, let's not out anyone. I've absolutely it. done it myself. <laughs> I mean, it's between my father and my uncle. So. It's one of those two. It's one of those. Two. <laughs> We won't call either one out. We'll let everybody. But it was guess. almost like it went. To be honest and to be fair, it was the spitting out of the lipper to sparking a, a Marby. Mm. Oh, they didn't do it simultaneously, or or so. No, that's con- what I, like I, So I, you know, I to be fair in the situation, it was a spit out of the lipper to ignite. How about smoking? But I've never smoking seen... the lipper, chewing the smoke. Hey, take it to another level. Somebody, this is how gross I've actually. This is the closest thing to that is when I worked at uh, Babe's Burgers and Franks uh, when I was fifteen. Here we go. Going on to sixteen, worked there for a year and a half. Is individual is a customer coming in and he would bring a cigar and he would bite the tip. You know how you always see him bite the. Oh yeah, you got to cut that. No one does that anymore though. That was like a they have that little circumcision thing. And this guy comes in all the time. I'm like. This guy thinks she's gonna smoke in here. Not on what my watch. <laughs> the ladies, the ladies are all over. Right? back there, like he 13. bit it off and chewed it, like, like a child. Like a, he was a oh, cow chewing on his cud. 
He broke the f- and he code would, right there. And, and, he, and that's all he did. He never, and he come in with like a legitimate and cigar. And just bite it off and chew and it? And just take a bite and chew it up. That's this is John Wayne? But Who this was this guy? <laughs> he would bring a cigar in and he would just... I don't think that's weird at all. I actually admire that. Chew it down so no more. And he would take like, you know, maybe an inch or inch and a half bite off of it. What's it. the difference of okay. taking a shit out so of a pouch So then I would bring it. him his food. So he's eating, chewing on, you know, drinking his coffee. Drinking coffee, oh, and he's cigar still it. in, and the cigar still still in. on board. So it's like it's it's a it's a partial lipper. Partial. I'm gonna. That's Americana, dude. Give him his burger and fries. He's eating his burger and fries, and he's still chewing like still. So everything's. You're, you're very judgy, Frank. I don't like it. I'm not judgy. It's more that I've witnessed something that I've never witnessed before. It's like I was, you know, backpacking in the Sierra Nevadas, and I saw this woolly mammoth. No, I mean, you didn't. so like I, I didn't, but I'm. That's what I'm saying. Like the stuff that I see, I'm not. I judging almost believed you for a second. I was like, wait a minute. I'm sharing. Sharing gears. Experience. I want to hear more about this woolly mammoth. <laughs> well, you guys go and talk about. No. Tobacco. So that was my tobacco story. It was gross. So yeah, now I'm judging. That's. Uh, I'm not judging. I, I I admire that he did that. That. Have you ever seen someone take a cigar and just? I've no, seen but I'm like, chew why on their own cigar, but not like to bite it off and? It's tobacco. It's all like, tobacco. It's it just to kind of like incremental, chew on it, you know? incremental little bites off the cigar. And you just, oh. Here's the thing with tobacco: you're either gonna inhale it, ingest it, or uh, absorb it. it. There's there's a few different routes you can take it. Take and it? what? Keister. Keister. Keister it. <laughs> That's would be absorption, I believe. Um, Keister Bates. That's uh, if you're ever out there going uh, on a party boat, launching out of San Francisco. Keister Bates. Yeah, that's where you get your your chove, your anchovies, the fish. Mm. Um, any of the crazy fish out there? Let's get your bait fish. Got Keister Bates. Keister Bates. Um, <laughs> uh, really quick before before we continue on this. Um, going down that route of seeing weird things I've never seen. When I worked at the shack in San Luis Obispo, um, which is a story in itself, but there was this old timer that would always come in and I want to get my brother on the line one of these days to, to talk about this as well, but he would come in and he would order like a Coors Light, sit at his table, order a hamburger, something. It was a, it was a burger joint and, uh, just dump a salt shaker into his Coors Light. Like the whole salt shaker? I mean, it would be there would be a nice sediment at the bottom, probably quarter inch sediment of salt. And this guy was 60, 70 years old. Probably should wash his sodium intake at that age. He's probably still alive. Probably. He's pickled. But uh, I'd never seen anything like that. I'm like, why would somebody pour salt in a beer? And then, like, I think we asked him one time, he's like, oh, it brings the flavor out. I'm like, okay. Salt does. I I understand. Mexicans will put salt in beer too. Sure. I've seen that, but not a whole. (laughs) <laughs> enough to not dissolve immediately. You said throw salt on 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 watermelons, on fruit, and it, it definitely brings the flavor out. But this this yeah, was excessive salt. Salt and lime and everything. It's like their food's horrendous, or some of it is. They have to put all that crap on it just to swallow it. Salt in the beer, though. I don't know. I know. It was just. I don't see was, there being enough flavor to bring out. Like fruit has flavor. Yeah. Beer is kind of bland. I never understood it, and I want. I'll, let's pit. Um, Let's let's when when Vogue comes back, we'll pour some salt in his beer and see if he notices. He might like it. He seems like the type. Um, but yeah, that was just odd to me, and it, it was kind of along the lines of the cigar. 
chewing a cigar, biting the, biting a cigar and chewing it. It was like salt and beer, same same idea. But we, we're talking chews. We 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 went through all the different um, names we could think of at this point of chews. I'm sure there's many more out there that we are gonna um, kick ourselves for not remembering. But um, looking at Jim Leland, let's talk about smokes, smokes, heaters, lung darts, dirt. What else you got? Bags. Yep, England. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's it, I guess. That's it. Smokes, heaters, lung darts, and dirts, and ciggies. 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 Smokes. Smokes. We already said that. Okay. Um. Hold on. I'm gonna bring. Hold on to that, or or bring it up when you find it. But uh, I'm gonna go on to to what uh, my brother Augie was saying about. He brought up Jack Jack McKeon. Do you know who Jack? Yeah, he, he was the manager for uh, the Marlins or mm-hmm. Florida Marlins. Yeah, the first manager that they ever had, Jack McKeon. McKeon. Jack McKeon. McKeon. Yep. Yeah. Um, Cigars. Yes. In the yes. dugout. In the dugout. Oh, dude. lit. So this guy's a legend. I didn't even know until my brother's like, dude, look into him. Do a deep dive on him. Yeah. I mean. There's there's some yes, but like, didn't they burn us? Didn't they break our hearts? Mm-hmm. So like, then like, well, they did. Like, Doesn't for you to be like he's a legend, like tamper. Or... I mean, there's legends outside of oh, this various guy sports. Buddy. My ass, he's a legend. <laughs> I mean, you gotta respect you gotta respect someone when when it's deserved, right? This this guy reportedly smoked eighteen cigars a day. A pack of cigars almost. Like George Burns? That's like George Burns. Like he was renowned for showing up to a city and he'd have uh, whoever made cigars in that city would would just drop them off and he would smoke them all in the dugout. Um, little stats about McKeon. During games? Yeah, during games. I don't games. remember that. That's amazing. I know. It wasn't that long ago either. No. Florida Marlins aren't that old of a team. No, and, they came out in like he, 94 or 5, right? So li- listen to this. McKeon was a, was – Again, named National League Manager of the Year in 2003, right after the the Giants went to the World Series with Bonds against the Angels. Remember that? Mm -hmm. Uh, The result in 2003, leading to the Marlins, who were six. Marlins? No. No. That's a pin to shame. Jim Olavak. We'll bring him on. Okay. Okay. This is good. This is good. (laughs) Let me me wrap this up, y'all. The result. Of that 2003, um, so he he, they were six games below 500 when McKeon took over on May 11th with a 75-49 record and won the National League wild card. After dispatching the Giants, uh, we'll forget about that. Pretend you didn't hear that in the NL Division Series. The Marlins beat the Cubs in seven games in the NL Championship Series. They took care of business against the Yankees in six games in the World Series. They were below 500. That must have been right after the wild card shit came into play. For a now, below, that, that Cubs series was the Bartman series, wasn't it? I don't know. I think it was. Weren't they playing the Marlins when, Bart, when that whole meltdown happened in Chicago? I believe they were. The Marlins? Yeah. I don't know. I say Bartman was Moises Lou. So when was he with the Giants? Maybe the next year or two years later. You got a computer? Look it up, Frank. Uh, what about Keith Fernandez or Keith Hernandez with uh, 
Oh, the Mets. He, he smoked dirt in the dugout. Yeah. Dude, and how, how can you... Uh, what was his name? Uh, Detroit Tigers uh, manager. Uh, Sparky. Leland. Leland. Sparky oh, yeah. Sparky Anderson. Another good one. Shit, I think he smoked a pipe. Um, <laughs> hey, we're going to go go to halftime. Uh, we got some good entertainment coming up. I think Rihanna's going to sing. Uh, Miley said she'd call in, maybe dance a little bit. Um, and Ooh. we'll be back. Okay. Sean, thank you for the weather. No problem. I appreciate it. Mm. It's always fun to hear from you. Uh, your insights, uh, you you're, you got your finger on the pulse of what's happening. Meteorologically. That's a mouthful. <laughs> as, as well as uh, astronomically. Quick, we, we care for people. And, like, take a go bag, folks. You know, blankets, water, snacks. Chains uh, if you're going to be above 500 feet. Recommended. Mm-hmm. Chains. Mm-hmm. Oh. You know. If you're going, what if you have four wheel drive? Chains, stuff. anyways, you can never be too safe. Four wheel drive, put chains on, anyway. Sean says. CHP yes. says go back. She, CHP says, I, I same as my surf report. Don't just don't even go. Just stay home. Stay home. And Sean, if we stay home, what are we going to be wearing? Wearing? Uh, What's nope. the latest fit? I'd say some joggers would be a good call for tomorrow. Mm-hmm. Nice and cozy. Maybe some slippers. The pegged ones or like the. The, you know, you see these days, like, the, the joggers, and they're, like, pegged up? Yeah, those. Oh, really? Yeah. I've never seen you wear those. I have a pair of them. I, I, I knew you'd say some if I wore them <laughs> over here, so I never did. Uh, Stinny wears them all the time. He does. Like, every time. I know. And it's like, he looks good. It, <laughs> he does have the legs for it. He does. Uh, Stinny wears those all the time, and it's like, I know that. Uh, I don't know if I have if the you got it, flaunt it. look off. If right? you what got you it, think? flaunt it, is what I'm saying. Say again? I don't know if I have the ankles to pull off the, the jogger look. I, I honestly haven't seen your ankles in a while. Probably for the best. Oh, yeah. Wait, wait. That, that brings up a good point because most people think joggers are for the leg. Show off those legs nice and tight. It's really for the ankles, huh? It is. <laughs> uh, I think it's an upper uh, knee. I, I disagree. I think it's for the quads. The quads? Yeah. yeah butterflies. Butterflies, right? You ready to get in here, Jack? Man, you guys, I mean, you just talk about organic. I, had, I was, was going to try and come in prepared because that's my, usually my thing. But We're just, we're not full organic. We're like non-GMO, um, no pesticides. Sustainable. Yeah. You can, uh, solar. You can smoke cigarettes here and do all that um, stuff, but your vegetables better be organic. How do you feel about probiotics? Probiotics? Yeah, and athletic greens and probiotics. Um, I I think there's something to believe there. I'm all, I'm all about psyllium husk these days. <laughs> these days, yeah. These days. I, I mean, for it's been a while. Yeah, these days is a little. It's been a while. Um, I don't. Frank just stared off in the space when we said probiotics and psyllium husk. So. Oh wow, Frank! We don't want to make him mad. I thought you were Ron talking like Ron Ron rice husk ash. Have you tried it? No, but if it gets wet, it acts like cement. Rice? It acts holes? And it, it moves, and it moves through rice your colon like cement, husk. too. I am very aware of rice. We call them rice holes. The wine industry uses them extensively. Mm, snoots. Snooty. Holes. And the ricers of 
Chico and other surrounding areas called Husk. It says holes in the bag, so I'm going to go with holes. Really? The, the, the husk of, from the rice is burnt into a fine powder. But oh. It has cementitious properties. Is that a word, cementitious? I don't it is. think so. C-E-M-E-N-T-I-T-I-O-U-S. Can you hear him? Yeah. Okay. Uh, good call. Cementitious. Cementitious. Supplement. Only a word a cement pourer would know. That's you. Is that, the, what is the official, what, what is your official trade name? Like your scientific name, <laughs> Frank? I am currently a quality manager. No, no, no. Like what you would call, like, like quality assurance managers. I know. Cunnilingus, Cunnilingus, Chicas or something. I, I know where you're going with that, Jay. Yeah, what, like a cementist, a cementologist? I, 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 it's, I. have been laying the cement down, among other things. I mean, laying the wood came from some, but laying the cement came from, like. Well, we don't lay it down, we actually put it down. Second part of that question, how many dead bodies have you buried? I. In the cement? Answer the first part first, and then the second. So I graduated uh, from uh, the Harvard of the West Coast, Chico State, with a uh, doctorate Bachelor of science in uh, concrete industry management, with a minor uh, in business administration. Throw it on top of a double major of uh, construction management. And you got your doctorate in cementology. And well, I have also received. Uh, my doctorate, um, I'm able to uh, represent myself legally for malpractice uh, suits if they ever do come upon. So yes, I am a lawyer and a doctor. I would say you, could, you could represent yourself legally and illegally. Frank. For you medical know. causes only. As a doctor, Frank, if uh, some if somebody were to um, walk by and scuff the cement, injure it, even how would? Oh, so, the, so somehow the concrete was injured. If the concrete was injured, we need some concrete repair. I like it. There, there's many adhesives. Uh, you know, we uh, God forbid we have to rip it out and pour some pour some new concrete in there. I mean, that may be the cause. Do you have it's an AED just, on site for this? Such an AED uh, external uh, auto, automated external defibrillator. Uh, no, we're we're, uh, we're teamsters. We're in shape. We're uh, in no such of the Jimmy Hoffa answer form where we would need a defibrillator on site to resuscitate any teamster from the local 853. Which leads into the second part of the question: How many bodies has your company buried? Uh, I, I don't know of any. Um, I did manage it. <laughs> is he dead? Marvy, I think. I think Marv <laughs> just went back where he came from. Honestly, you got, uh, you got a three three plot with Armando Rio, Marvin Bernard, Tososhi Sinjo. Oh wow! Were they all? What managed, about Levon Hernandez? I think they're all managed by uh, Alou, though, Marvin right? Hernandez was a better than Marvin Bernard. So. <laughs> Felipe Alou. I love Felipe. I saw him at Safeway he here was in town. Such a pushover. I mean, God bless him. I loved him more as a, a Montreal expo than like a San Francisco Giants. That's yeah, that's Moises. Well, whoever, whatever, I like them more. I just told that story. Sorry to sorry to inter, sorry to interject, and so I'm sure no one can hear me. We uh, all hear you. 
I just I just told somebody the story about the Alou brothers peeing on their hands instead of batting gloves because they couldn't afford batting gloves in the Dominican. Mm-hmm. And yeah. and it was uh, let's just say it's someone that played baseball for a long time, and I think I might have just blew something in his mind. That's I said, a- I said Google that, just like we all say. Like OB. <laughs> Come on. Jay, we we went we went on a on a dive with uh, your boy um, McKeon McKeon Jack McKeon. Well, I mean, like honestly, like that wasn't a shocker for me. No, I know. I, I was surprised. I didn't know when you guys the topic. Uh, good topic. What is Lenny Dextra doing these days? By the way, dude, he I think is he's doing jail time. Isn't I he? think so. He I th- he's got into some trouble. Surgery, like Madonna, oh, he's like yeah, he super he swole right now. now. Wasn't he on stage with Madonna at the Grammys? That's coming later in Sean's celebrity news. They were probably within feet of themselves back in the eighties. I mean, Madonna notoriously dated Canseco. I I can see Lenny Dykstra and Madonna being in the same circle. They ran in the same circles in mid late, or maybe the whole decade of the eighties. Didn't Ricky Anderson date Madonna? Or no, it was that? Jose Canseco. <laughs> well, I'm 100% sure. Yeah, Jay, you know me and Jose Canseco. No, I think I'm going to I'm gonna side here. Don't doubt me. Younger. Scott, when Scott was younger, he put that Jose Canseco's fake mole on his arm. On his <laughs> 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 it, was, uh, it was Jose Canseco, New Kids Hurricane. on the Block, uh, well, Hurricane Ball, um, John claude Van Damme, and I'm gonna really just pull away from this topic. I want to okay. come back. Frank says no. I, I got no. I just, Sean, I'm gonna ask you three questions, and this is for a story down the road. But what was the card that went missing? The card that went missing? Yes. It was a Joe Montana card. Was it a rookie? No. Nonetheless, it was very important to you, but it was also somewhat expensive. It was incredibly important to me, and it was, at the time, worth quite a bit of money. Okay. Secondly, there is a question of who possibly... The, the, who, the, the who done it? The who done it. There, there's two... There's three prime suspects. Three prime. Four, in fact. Correct. Okay. I think this should be a whole episode. No, this is, this is, and this is going to be a who done it, and it's going to be the entire hour, but I just needed to... I needed to relive that, so now I'm, I've been relieved. It's a whole who done it in Sonoma. Somebody sh- stole Sean's. I mean, there's family members, Joe Montana close card. friends. Um, this was big when we had like two. This sports. was a holiday too. It was like Christmas or Thanksgiving. Thanksgiving. Yeah, yeah. No, so I done a little research on this. It was Thanksgiving, 1992. Dig deep in your archives, everybody, because next oh, week we're coming in with a, a special. He was not a nine. Was a fucking chief. I believe he was a chief. He was a the chief. The set was from 91, though. So you... Yeah, stay tuned, folks. We've got a keeper here. We've got an authentic American... Uh, Dateline who, NBC. Dateline NBC. <laughs> true crime. True crime. This is a six-part detec- series. True Detective 17. Do you think we could go eight, eight um, episodes or six? We'll wrap it up. Uh-oh. Frank's unplugged. Frank's unplugged. He's dying over there. Jay. Jay, um, 
coming up. <coughs> I'm back. Hey, Frank's back. Back at the car. So we, we just hit Sean's weather right before we got you on the horn. Um, we were going to do a Golden State Warriors update. I don't know if uh, if you want to get in on that. Uh, yeah, I, let's, we'll spitball. I mean, hey, Augie. I'm watching the game tonight, but I, I mean, I got some thoughts. But, well, let's start. I mean, they're 29-29. I, I, I did an update on the Warriors a week ago today or tomorrow. It, it hasn't changed. Yeah, this is the first game back from the All-Star break. Again, 29-29. They ain't bad and they ain't good. Uh, they had a game tonight, I think, against our favorite uh, Southern California foes. They're getting smoked. The Lakers. Uh, you know, well, Wiggins is out, Steph's out, GP2's out, Iggy's out. So, um, what was the, the betting line on this one? Don't know the betting line. I don't. Let's hey, let, let listen. My brother, the, the Warriors are in the play-in game. They're not in the playoffs. So, but lucky for them, they're winning a game or two, and they can be the sixth seed. So, I think they're just going to hold off on Steph until he's like ninety percent, and then uh, you know, hopefully Wiggins is back, and they can uh, somewhat play like a team and. Get into the playoffs, and I think they can. I think they've got the team, the experience to get, you know, into, you know, fourth, fifth, sixth seed, and uh, oh shit, yeah, maybe get to a oh, second. Okay. Hopefully, are you seeing Frank? Third round. Oh yeah. Some shotgun. Um, yeah. So they just need to get healthy. Uh, this is the first game back from the All Star break, so let's uh, let's work on getting healthy and. Uh, you know they've got they've got some competition in the West there. You know we got Durant coming to the Suns and you got Kyrie going to the Dallas Mavericks. Um, so they've got a uh, they got their hands full unexpectedly. Some of the trades made at the, the deadline, so it'll be fun. Frank doesn't want Frank doesn't want to talk about Matisse Thybul going to the Trailblazers. Yeah, well, just because the Warriors were looking at him and he went to the Portland Trailblazers, who we aren't going he anywhere. He would have been better than. GP2 is I actually took guy. him. He was like 4,100 on draft do or FanDuel. Oh. I put a little I'm a FanDueler. Yeah, sure. NBA I, and football. I don't, I don't know that. But Thibel, <laughs> yeah, Thibel was, uh, I thought he was going to bring me three-time value, you know, so I thought it was like 20, 22 that's, points at a value of $4,100. For some of the younger listeners, that's 3X value. I would have <laughs> taken that. This is an old dog. It's an old dog who's done a lot of fantasy sports and just kind of, you know, adapt to the times and handles the shit. Jay, so yes. next up, we're, we're going to go player coaches um, oh, in, in the line of uh, Pete Rose and, and such, but um, I think we might skip over to Frankie's, Frankie's segment, which is this and that. If he can play, uh, we're going to queue up a, Cue up Frankie's this and that. And a uh, happy participant right now. Waiting that, to give my fucking bio. Oh, you ready? You want to give your bio? I mean, just cue me up. So this is Frankie's this or that. But right before we get into it, we're going to go with uh, my brother, Jason Augustine. Augie. Biography stat line. 
Can we get it? Hi. You can get you can get the stat line. Yeah. Hi. Uh, happy to be part of this. I, I like what you guys have going. I don't see any. All right, quick dodge in the question. Height. Yo, sorry, interruption. Let him go. We said you always no, want to give. Hard. You always want to give the stat line. So you know you, you go. Ahead. So I'm height. He's trying to. Frank, Frankie. I'll tell you. Don't. Okay. Uh, don't look me in the eyes. How heavy are you? Five nine on a good day. Uh, Two hundred, maybe solid. Wow. Can bench press 300. Um, don't like to deadlift much. Um, a little hard on the back. Um, most three-pointers attempted in Sonoma Valley High School freshman season. Uh, lowest conversion rate. That's my claim to fame. What's your resting heart rate? Thank you. It sounds better coming from you. Just to... For, for the listeners out there, we're talking Babe Ruth baseball, which is uh, ages 12 to what? 13 to 15. 13 to 15. Um, don't think those years aren't formative, everybody, because also, here we are also, 30 years later talking about it. And also, just for listeners, uh, only thrown out one time through Little League, Babe Ruth, high school, mm, college. I did not know that. I feel like that should be, you should have a... Uh, and it was no gimme. It was that. the second place. It wasn't like I was throwing him at third. I, I, had, I, to throw, like I, could, I had to throw I it all like the way down. Like Coming down! <laughs> you should have a bronze statue. <laughs> no, not, a, not a, a sandwich stand at Snow Market. Yes. They should give you... <laughs> or they just call it like the sandwich. Or like, they should just bronze like call your... Call it the coming down. They should bronze your Achilles heel and just have... like They'll be like, what is that? It's Achilles heel, dummy. A bronze Achilles heel. Nobody will even know what it is. No. But just put it there. People trip on it. It'd be better. And they recognize that you had that record. Well, but from second base to a little towards the stands is where he tore his knee. So to say like an ACL. Uh, or yeah, an ACL. I don't know where you're going with that. No, thank you. Mm. So that happened on the same. So do we throw let's, let's, the same play? No, same same field. Same field. Let's and get, maybe. Let's get it back. Let's get it back on track. 30, 40 <laughs> yards <laughs> from the throwdown. Enough about. Enough about my, uh, but that was my like, high school hero. Oh, hold on, Jay. Well, uh, Go. Oh. Go. One more thing. Um, lifetime free throw record winner, record holder over Frank Corzine, or you're gonna bleep these names. Winner. Where was this? Uh, of uh, at at school. Every, every high school practice. Nice. It was, a, it, was, it was a vicious um, competitive of this. Uh, that's regarding probably two of the... That's I mean, horrible come part. on. That was, that's the word. I just, Jay, Jason, look at, Jay, look at my beer pour. Look at that. Beer pour. Look at this. Oh. <laughs> There's nice? beer in there, believe it or not. A little, I like a lot of foam and a little beer. Okay. Well, Bobby Ficori and Heather Heifer were all beer. I that for five days and messed it up. Jay, just... To make you feel better about how they're honoring you, uh, still in Sonoma, is last time I was down at Arnold on the 50-yard line, there's like a, um, a suspended in um, formaldehyde or whatever it is, part of your ACL. Yeah, like a dry patch on the grass? No, it's like a tube. It's like a like you would see in Demolition Man or um, Terminator, you know what I mean? Cryo- cryogenically frozen little piece of your ACL. John Bosco knew I was coming for him. That's it. So. That's it. 
Jay, so let's go. You ready for Frankie's? It used to be called Dumpster Fire 5, but now Frankie's calling it this and that, and we hijacked it from him. But Frankie, you ready? Yeah, let's do this. Uh, This or that, so you're going to get... You're gonna get two two options, and you just gotta pick one of them, okay? And you're gonna pick one of them for a particular attribute for one or the other, or for this or that. So we each get. So I, I, to, to, I mean, so we, it's a, uh, it's each, well, there's three of us, so it's basically four. Like I said, we always say like very few facts, a lot of opinions. So let's just keep that standard here. So. Philadelphia Philly Mullets, John Crook or Mitch Wild Thing Williams? Go. Great question. Sean, you want to start? Let's get Jay. Let's get Jay involved here. Jay, you're up. Yeah, sure. Lady, I'm a baseball player. Is my quote on that. That's all John Crook has to say. John Crook's the winner. <laughs> Lady, I'm not an athlete. I'm a baseball player. I, there you go. Can't argue with that. There, there's not much to argue. No, uh, I love. Yeah, my mind went straight to John Crook too, but not for that quote. That quote is amazing. So that is that, and that's great. But we're we're talking criteria. Philadelphia Philly Mullins of the two who had the best. Can you show us a picture? Johnny Crook. If you can't have Johnny Crook or Mitch William Mullins like imprinted in your brain, I know. I do. Of course, I do too. Because Mitch had kind of the greasy. Like little, mm-hmm. really kind of singular, darker than Johnny. Like kind of darker. curly. Like so, he had like a hundred million little curly, long mullet hairs. Kenny like, Powers, Cro- like yeah, Kenny but no, Powers, but like Crook had more like volume. Like it fit him better. And on that note, I'm going volume, Johnny Crook. On to you, Sean. I agree, John Crook. But that I like the the Kenny Powers call. To mix a mullet with the Jerry curl is pretty insane. You do have to let your soul glow. <laughs> <laughs> Who are you going with, Frank? Oh, God. I mean, I mean, Mitch Wild thing Williams. Like he was like the shutdown. Um, like I said, they they have two different type mullets, but the mullet season. I, I mean, I have to go Johnny Crook. Yeah, I think we all. Four four zero Johnny Crook to Mitch Williams, but not to take anything away from Mitch Williams. No, no. he had a mullet. I mean, he had his own. (laughs) I I just think they were teammates, and it was like, can you imagine the mullet battle between them two? They were trying to have the most glorious mullet in post game, just like. And really, it's not up for us to decide in a garage here in Sonoma and in San Luis Obispo. I mean, honestly, the Phillies probably had the best. Tobacco chewer and the best mullet in MLB. You just made for an entire decade. So Frank, I just had a self realization. Uh, I'm Giants are my number one team. A's number two. Phillies number three. Just because of the mullet and the tobacco and the tobacco chewing. I mean, that's like true (laughs) baseball right there. You have to like respect Darren, it. Darren Dalton. Ricky Jordan, I mean, Ricky <laughs> you have to he respect was Adonis, it. Honest, Dar- Darren Dalton. I mean, he was he was a he was a hunk. Anyways, all right. Uh, <laughs> Mickey Morandini. <laughs> Mickey Morandini, and then he was he was like made too. He was a made he, like he had some. He had a big lip, and his he had dipper too. You know who was the Giants version of Mickey Morandini? 
Dude, we already went through this. Pablo? Kirk Manwaring? No, Mike Fontenot. Mike Fontenot. Holy cow. We needed you on the <laughs> early, earlier Sean, segment. Sean fell out of his seat. Sean, are you okay? We went I'll through okay. all the biggest shoes in baseball. Legendary Chaz. All right, well. And we hit a lot of Giants, but we I did not this. hit him. A little rat bill, and he had a big old yacker in there. Dude. All right. I like this, this or that. Left-handed, swinging guys. Hmm? Just best left-handed swinger. Ken Griffey Jr., Will Clark, go. Ooh. Ooh. That's a tough one. Don't pin us up against the Giants. Don't pin us up against our own team. Give it two teams we don't have any association with. Best left-handed swinger. Ken Griffey Jr. or Will Clark, go. Will Clark. Giant. That's not even, I mean, that's not fair. Griffey has a beautiful swing. There's no no arguing. So so you're more of a heart man and not a brain man. It is one of the, it's the swing of swings. Do you you only give two options? Yeah, that's his. uh, Did I stutter? Oh, God. Now now you've broken into the second stage of Frankie. You've, you've, You've passed. You've passed uh, level one. Okay. What's the man? There's beers in there too. <laughs> you want beer? You're against the main character now. What's the man? The variation of my... Uh, we want like about a 2.63 specific gravity. Mm. I was drinking one of... Thank you. I like your style. Uh, Will Clark had a sweet swing, and I'm not going against my guy, but Ken Griffey's like OG 100. Okay, so we stood at John Crook having the best Philadelphia Philly mullet. So we, we need we need a count here. So Scotty is just going to be a homer. So Scotty gave us n- not no ashamed of it insight. either. So Scotty Will Clark purely homer pick. You're saying you you know you love Will. I love Will. So are, are you siding with Ken? Then? I mean, are you asking my technical opinion? Technical opinion, Ken, no one is. No one has Ken Griffey. Okay, well, you gotta make you gotta a t- pick you, one or the other though. Make a tough decision here. What am I picking based on? Like best left-handed best swing. Left-handed swing. Ken Griffey Ken Jr. Or oh, Jay! Wow. Okay. He said, he said Ken Griffey. Okay. There, there's no doubt about it. Griffey had the best swing I've ever seen. As far as looking, it was a beautiful like, thing. It was it was pretty beautiful. Although, if we want to talk about putting your hat backwards, uh, Will Clark's going to give Ken Griffey a run for his money. <laughs> so where are we going here, Sean? Yes. I, I think it, it, it's pretty wildly done. Like Griffey invented putting your hat on backwards, so I don't know about that. No, no do, Clark was before so Griffey. Griffey. No. Take you to Clark. Yeah. no, no, no. Oh, I do. So, Jay's getting fired. We need you in studio, Jay, yeah, to argue get, this. Come it's on not the here. same with you on the phone. It doesn't hold the weight. Doesn't one, hold the weight. What's that? One one going. Because I agree with you. Uh, what about what? So who, who, best left-handed swing. Griffey. We've been over Griffey. this. Okay. Ten seconds ago. So, 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 okay, so I have to. So I. Okay. Well. You got to break I'm the tie. Put it this way. Um, or it's gonna be a tie. Ken, well, like Will got where he was because of Will. Ken might have gotten where where Ken was because of Ken. Senior. Senior. Um. Mm. I, I want to say maybe playoff wise. No, playoff. we're going swing only. Okay. You're evaluating the swing. Yeah. I, I'm just How try, dare I'm you just bring it into? I'm just. But, no. These are his own questions, but, by the way. Not but, okay. Well, thank you, John. But <laughs> we're going swing. The result is because no. of the swing or or mm-hmm. decision. 
I'm gonna, all right, all right. Well, I'm gonna, I'm gonna need to I'm preface gonna go. the whole question with that then. All right, Will Clark. We got two and two. Two and two. Two and two. We got two for Griffey, two for Clark, and I think that's fair. I think that's where it should be. Anyway, I think it's a tough conversation to have, but that's why we huh? have them. You know, it's like about talking to Sean about the birds and the bees. And I like that it ended two and two. I think that I think that's a good representation. We I like got it too. Yeah, I did the Homer vote, and I'll stand by it. And speaking of Ken Griffey Jr., you know who was uh, who had a father uh, that he played baseball with. Um, I've got. My third question, what would be the result of the father-son two-on-two basketball game between the glove, Gary Payton, and GP2? The mitten. Versus Del Curry and the Steph Chef Curry. Go. Who you point to? Go. I'm ready. Go. Steph Curry is smoking. GP2 can't touch him. His ribs are going to... Come on. It's... All right. Every, all right. So we're, 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 we, we hooked up with Doc Brown. We hopped in the DeLorean. And we're playing <laughs> yes. to where, like, everyone is at their best. They don't have a size on and it's 21 to, 21 to 5. So, so the glove is not locking down Curry. No. No. Adamant. His dad can shoot just as good as him. He had some interesting uh, nicknames, too. I thought Dell was the rifleman, but that was Chuck Pearson was the That's rifleman. Um, well, yeah, like, fuck, I want to be the rifleman. I, I'm like six guns. Like, that made, never made, never made good, any sense. Drink. That's a good one. Was Chris, yeah. our, our friend Chris. I always thought it because he had six wings. Formerly of, uh, <laughs> I don't know, maybe my pubic hair is like Six, whoa, whoa. six entry holes. Anyways, I wanted Del Curry to be the rifle man, but he wasn't. But he's got, when you get a chance, just investigate Del Curry nicknames. But, so it sounds like uh, our friend Jason is going with uh, Del Curry and the chef. Please don't uh, use my, gut, my natural name. <laughs> Glove and GP2 be Del and Steph. Well, I mean, I've, I've never seen Del play a game in his life, but I think that, uh, I mean, everyone knows Gary was like locked down defense, but his, I think when no, he's no, almost, Del was like he was a sharpshooter for like the Hornets, and you know he's he's kind I, of I think what the sharpshooter the Paytons have is more of just like the street gangster shit talker that might kind of frighten Steph Curry and his dad. They seem kind of square bears to me. <sighs> I, I, you know, it might be they might be too you're, tough. You are on the border of being. <laughs> on that border, yeah, uh, <laughs> it's. Uh, I think it's. I think it's. It's. It holds a lot of weight. I mean, if, if they, he win, really liked that answer. A lot of weight. Like... If the Currys win, they might get beat up afterwards. Well, isn't Jeep uh, the glove? He's uh, he's, he's Bay Area. Yeah, he's yeah. He grew blood. up in Oakland. Yeah, yeah. Um, I, I it's it's Curry it's, grew up on a golf course in North Carolina. I, I like I I so so mm-hmm. with that said uh, we've got a one one here uh, Augie going with uh, the Currys and you're going with the Paytons I, I'm gonna have to wow good don't Split. don't even I b- basketball is not my thing basketball is not my thing you want to talk uh, badminton 
Right. I'll give you your best father son combo. So we combo. got the Currys and uh, the Paytons. Frank, you know I'm a homer. You know where I'm going with this. All right, two one. All right, <laughs> sad but true. Um, so we're gonna back to 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 myself. Um, they always say defense wins championships, but in this case, it's not. It's not. I think it's, it's uh, Dell and uh, Steph from downtown. Mm-hmm. He's heating up. Um, yeah. I, 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 I'd go with Curry's there. So I think that's our first 3 1 landslide. Sean, you're out. You have to go uh, choke yourself in the corner. Yeah. <laughs> Chokes on. Chokes on. <laughs> Turn on the NXS. What's the, what's the punishment? We never established this. All right. What, what should the punishment be? Uh, it, to be determined. Okay. We always let you know what the, the following week. I feel like so. Like instead of what Sean does with his wife, you know, we well, I'll give you a week, so you have a week to understand decide. what your punishment is. What's the movie where that he makes? Oh, it's a Full Metal Jacket. Like, here's my hand. You have to choke yourself with. I put my hand down, oh, yeah, and you yeah. lean into it, lean into it. <laughs> on your knees. That's Lee, Full Metal oh, Jacket. Lee Mowry, or yes. what was that old fuck? Lee Majors. Lee, Lee no, Majors. No, it was no. not Lee Majors. It was not Lee Majors. Ah, type it up. Frankie's looking it up. Yeah, exactly. It's not full Metal Jacket. Lee, I know who Full Metal R. Lee something. Yeah, oh, no, it's yeah. R. He, Lee Demery. Or, and he was a vet. He was a vet, he too. He was. He was. Yeah. R. Lee Emery. Thank you. Yeah. Choke yourself with my hand. That's the punishment. All right. Let's, <laughs> you have to get on your this, knees. This is, is going to take us on this and that. So another a body part of mine. <laughs> I just went dark, and I'm trying to keep it clean. So, to end this or that, who had the best last name? Jim Drunkenmiller or Tim Biakapatuka? Drunkenmiller. Oh, okay. Yeah, we know. Homer, San Francisco. (laughs) All right. One nothing. It's a better name. All right. Next. Booger, turn off his mic. Hey, Bug was here. If you wouldn't do it. Is it going to me? Yes. It's got to be Drunkenmiller. I can't even remember the name you just said. It's Tim Biakapatuka. If I can't not that remember or spell it. He was a, a running back formerly of the Cincinnati Bengals. Nah. I think he was a Michigan uh, Wolverine alum. Nobody knows what a Biakapatuka is, but everybody knows what a Drunkenmiller is. I do. I, uh, that's, that's ironic because he was older. He, he, when did, who did he come? Who did, when did we draft him, Frank? You know the... When did the Niners draft Drunken Miller? Because he was, was he to replace Young? What he was, was, the, he uh, was to replace Young, yeah. Or no, uh, I think. Uh, no, I think it was before Garcia. Yeah, so then right. he was like late late nineties, early two thousands. He, he was before Bianca Batuka, I guess was my point. That yes, I was trying to get to. No, you're you are right. You are right. Uh, Bianca Batuka was a monster. At, uh, yeah, out of Michigan. Michigan but yeah. Drunken Miller, and I heard uh, there's a good. There, there was a good story on a, another podcast, um, not as good as this one, but um, <laughs> thank about, you for that. Dr- Miller was a cool dude. They said someone had a story about him. He was a good dude. So um, good in good in like uh, Gar- Jeff just, Garcia. Good like take girls through the uh, drive-through at uh, Taco Bell. Yeah, no, not Jeff Garcia. Good Jeff Jeff Garcia. Great. <laughs> oh, there's a great picture of just Steve Young. So better. On draft day, Jim Brown. He's a good guy. Yeah, I'd say I'd say I'd say 
Chuck Miller, name strong. Uh, he had good vibes. I think he missed the plane. I think what the story was, he missed the plane flight. And this is not great for your podcast. He missed the plane flight and then, like, Uber, before Uber, he taxied to a. Uh, Sean's leaving. Sean doesn't like my story. Damn, I forgot we had John face on. Sean walked off. Don't let that ruin the story. Come on. Jordan Miller, um, they like he he like missed the plane flight, and then he like rented a van and got to the place they were at, and he st- he didn't even play a snap or something, but he got there, and all his teammates were just like, "Dude, you're the, you know," he basically was a backup, but he still I don't know. He still performed. Still performed. Dude, all right. Well, what do you think about that? Kind of unanimously, but I don't like to go, you know, with the crowd. So I'm just gonna send Jakob Batuka. So what? What are we at? Three drunken Millers. One. That's three drunken Millers. That's, one Jakob Batuka. That's bad. Yeah, I mean, because I had to sit through it. So I don't. Have, I had to sit through a lot of bad football from the late '90s drink. to the 2010s, 2010s. There's more to it than and Drunken Miller was part of that. that there it is. It's not. Frank, it's not the name. Sorry. There's a lot of history that goes into his decision. Frank, it's not just the name. This is a safe place, Frank. <laughs> well, I'm not gonna. Yeah, I mean, this is a safe place. Yeah, yeah, Drunken Miller, but he doesn't get the vote. Okay, you. He hurt he you deep. Been, I could see he it. He could have been sober he Miller. Played half of Jomar. Let's dig, Jay. Should we dig deep into how? Bad Drunken Miller hurt Frank? I don't know if Frank wants to go there. Or should we just talk about Lenny Dykstra's chew up there? Can you see it? Lenny Dykstra is, taking that major dipper up there? I mean, if I, if, if I was as spoiled as my kids, I would ask our parents for a Lenny Dykstra jersey when I was playing ball. I'll tell you that. <laughs> Lenny Dykstra. Jay, I want to show you one more image. And first... Uh, First thing that comes to your mind, if all your friends, family, um, look alike, give me give me your first thing that comes to mind. Do you see that over there? Oh, uh, Kenny Maldonado. No, no. Jim <laughs> Leland. Yes, exactly. Smoking the dirt. Who comes? I can't see it. I love I love the range. <laughs> I went from Candy Maldonado. <laughs> Who do you got? Jim, to Jim Leland. You just saw the picture. Who is it? That was like the encyclopedia of of family, friends, uh, friends, parents. Jim Leland you know, being a Jim Leland and Candy Maldonado being the only a reason C. I bring that they up. They look a lot alike. Uh, big Garrett Corzine. Oh wow! Oh, yeah, it's there, Frank. He's there. Off, offline. We already went through all this. Uh, you need to be here to see it. You would, you would. I want to be in studio. I'm back. I feel like I've stepped <laughs> on my line for the third time now. Oh, oh um, you got me, Jay. We got you're back. Our next segment. You gonna hang with us or you gotta go? You can kick me off if I'm not. If the ratings are going down. I want you to. I want you to hang as long as you can. Right, you want to hear our next segment? Yeah. We're we're wrapping up. We're getting towards the end here. We've covered a lot of sports. We got a lot of birthdays. Well, Frank's freaking high noon, so I know it's like we are. We're, I had a plethora of what was in the fridge. Hey, look, I had a Drake's Flyaway Pills. I, look, I, do, I, I had like a Medello. 
Dude, Jay, what, what you're not hearing in the live version is all the um, karate martial arts edits we throw in, like, you know, um, Jean-Claude Van Damme roundhouse kicks, if it was a audible thing. Your brother's a communist there. because I hummed the national anthem, and he poo-pooed that. You, you, uh, I didn't sing it, I hummed it. But it he'll, was never a, he'll never forgive me. Sean, was it a good hum? It was a pretty good Are we talking about Scotty? I, I shut he, Frank he, down. He shot me down at the end, like at my apex of, you know, in the home of the... I tried he, to help like, you. He's like, in the land of the brave. Like, you know, like... even. I was trying to help you because I'm like, this guy is struggling. I'm going to come in here and save it with with, with my little uh, ending that I sung wrong. I mean, I have to... So keep it. I typically don't want help to... You needed it. To legitimize my Sean, did he need it? actions. He did, but you didn't even sing the song right. I sung it. It was kind of weird. I sung it Thank wrong. You. And <laughs> I'll, I'll own up to that and I'll never so, live it down. It's on air. It's documented. I sang it. The national anthem I wrong. I might not know the words, but I hummed it to where... Like, I'm not the first person to do it. So, yeah, fuck Frank, you. Frank, hey, Frank, you, <laughs> it. you didn't sing it. But... I don't know when they got the Dallas Cowboys as the, the, the you know the official team trumpeter out there. He ain't singing it. Yeah, but goddamn, it's beautiful. Uh, well, humming it was pretty darn good, good, and it came from the heart. And there was something felt there. You know what? I'll, I'll agree to do it on a kazoo next time. How about that? Uh, if you will commit to that, all right, I'm, all, I'm getting the kazoo I'm for it. I'm not going to be here. Jay, you in for the kazoo ver- I went, rendition? I went all in. Yeah, I don't. On something serious, and you know who needs to sing it is Rihanna and uh, Beyonce mm-hmm. and no one else. Mm-hmm. No, you know, you know who needs. I, to I'm sing. with you on Lady Gaga. No. Absolutely. Marvin Gaye is dead. Best national anthem. We already we went, covered it. No, we, we haven't. haven't. We already covered Marvin Gaye singing the best national anthem. Sean, yes, we yes. did. Was that an NBA All Star game? Thank I believe. You, Sean. Yes. Yeah. Frank, where were you? The forum. You were there. He'd be strong. He did it. He did it. Only person could beat Marvin Gaye is Al Green. Um. But um. <laughs> in a fight or in a battle of battle national of anthems? Uh, national anthems. Uh-oh. Which and it always ends up in a fist fight every time, <laughs> every single. Damn time. Um, Jay, Sean, we, Sean's fitness tip of the week. Are you ready? We're skipping over part of it. Uh, no. Sean, so we're kind of in this depressing period when football season ends. Yes. Baseball season hasn't begun yet. Yes. And basketball is going, and you and you, Frank, Sean, even are basketball fans. I, I'm not. I watch Don't it. Don't rope me into that group. I, you know a lot about it. I watch it, but I'm not that – I don't know why. I'm not that into it. The The way I'm into football and baseball and um, and uh, women's gymnastics, I'm just not into it like that. Uh, <laughs> You're not into women's gymnastics? No. <laughs> you got to watch it. You got to watch it. No, I'm saying I'm, I'm into it. Baseball, football, women's gymnastics, and it's the other ones I'm not into. Um, 
but we're kind of in that period where it's it's that lull in sporting where it's you got one sport really mainstream sport soccer is probably going on don't care don't know I'm talking about sports remember that <laughs> but um it's really it's football baseball for me that that I'm really into and we're in that lull in that depressing period so I always like to go to Sean and I go Sean Sean, how do we how do we in the off season when we're trying to stay conditioned to watch football? I like to you know I, I want to be when football baseball come back on comes back on. I want to be able to sit on my couch and watch it. What am I doing to prepare for that? How do I sit in the proper position? What what am I going to be wearing? What kind of clothes? What kind of shoes? Uh, what am I going to be eating? I want to be prepared when football and baseball comes back on. I want to be wearing the right fits, eating the right foods. Give me a couple fitness tips. Even as getting off the couch, doing a couple uh, uh, leg kicks. a couple burpees, maybe? No, that's extreme. That's too hard. That's too hard. Okay. We could wait. Wait a minute. A burpee? Ten burpees? I mean, if you wanna, if you wanna get on Sean's. That's hard. I'm not saying I could, but Scott should be able to. I do them every morning. But that's not for baseball. Well, what's it for then? Jesus. True. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, uh, but, Sean, uh, seriously, you know I practice Scientology. Um, what are we, we going to be doing to stay fit in the off-season? We need some tips. What are we eating? What's our vitamin intake? What's our workout regimen? We got football, baseball around the horizon. It's, it's, it's a couple months away. Spring training, eh, eh. What are we doing? What are we eating? Well, I just tell you what we shouldn't be eating every day is shepherd's pie. Or you're not going to be able to take your shirt off come baseball season. Um, you want to stay fit, Scott. Maybe just mix in a salad once in a while. Uh, you know, get ready for baseball season. Throw the ball around. Get out in the, if it's not snowing up here like it could be today. Is a tobacco leaf considered a uh, salad? Mm-hmm. No. It's a fair, it's a fair question. <laughs> it is a fair question. Frank ta- told us earlier today about a guy that used to eat his cigars at Babe's Burger <laughs> while eating Babe's. While eating Babe's, yeah. Jim eating a cigar and a uh, burger at the same time. I-, I would not recommend that during this part of the year, okay. Scott, or really any right. time ever. Too bad YouTube wasn't around for that guy. <laughs> it lit his ass up. Sean, give me uh, calisthenics or something like Toe touches. Uh, some jumping you, jacks. Even if it's like a chip dip, skip. A chip dip. <laughs> <laughs> you got some long legs. Don't you like some like Indian style or a butterfly, you know, stretch, stretch the quad? No, I haven't done that since high school. Mm. Remember the pre, uh, pre-PE? pre Aren't you a big pickleballer? I do play pickleball. Pickleball is actually a good sport to keep yourself out with there. Tanya with Tanya. With Tanya. With Tanya. Um, Deferns Court right now. Scott's been there. Frank, Pickle you might ball. want to get your lanky ass ready. out and play with us. I, I actually would be interested. In it's football. like badminton. Anyone can play it. Even you. Even me. Yeah, let's do it. Battle on. Pickleball ready. Um, the chip dip skip, though. I, I don't know what that is, but I don't either. it sounds fun. Sounds good. Any fitness tips from you, Jay? I mean, after going from Every day of the week. What are you guys talking about? Your body's looking strong, dude. Can you show us? 
Send some pics in. I want up, lower yeah, lower body, can upper body. How many? Uh, I can drink. I can drink twelve, six plus, six to eight percent IPAs a night and bench press three hundred pounds. At the same time, after the after the twelve beers. <laughs> <laughs> Not Let's try it out. Do we have any challengers out there? Want to take a take a, a shot at the champ? Manners? I'm down to try that out. I'll do it, I'll do it live on your... Uh... <laughs> All right, get a spotter if you're going to do that. Manners will take you down. It'd have to go pay-per-view because <laughs> a lot of people would be interested. Manners. Augie, live. Manners can't take me down. Dave might. Dave might. Ooh. Fucking Ooh. Dancing Dave? Dancing Dave. He's got a strong upper torso. If you if you have a wedding, you want to get it lit lit up. Is what they say. Hire Dave because he will break the dance floor down. Any wedding, he doesn't care if it's his. Here's the pizza. Like I, this guy I've known for like since third or fourth grade, and then I meet these friends of uh, Jason who's joining us on the podcast tonight, and they were like, "Oh, you know Dancing Dave?" <laughs> no, they didn't. Who the fuck are you talking about? I'm like, Dave has to be that? Yeah, I know Dave has to. I don't know Dancing Dave. Does he cut it up at the weddings? It doesn't have to be a wedding. He doesn't discriminate. It could be a, could be a dinner party. That went too long. You just have to put the idea in his ear. But sadly... Hey, are you going to dance tonight, Dave? It was Dancing Dave. Oh, like it should have been Dipshit Dave, more like it. No, come on. How dare you. He's as legendary as everyone we've talked about tonight. I'm just jealous because Dave and I would wrestle in like my parents' backyard. We'd be doing like the sunset flip and body slam and stuff like this. And my dad would come out and he's like, oh, look at you guys wrestling. It's Dynamite Dave and Dipshit Frank. (laughs) 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 You never let that go. He got Dynamite Dave. Thanks, Dad. And you got Dipshit. Love you, Garrett. This is where we come to work these issues out. Dipshit Dave has a better ring to it, by the way. Right, Anyways. I know. It was like Dynamite Frank and Dipshit Dave. How about Fantastic Frank from the wrestling name? Didn't or Frank matter. Fantastic? Didn't matter. No, I guess not. It's all right. Hey. It's all right. It's all right. <laughs> Turn up over here. Daddy <laughs> issues. Oh, you know Big Gary loves you. Oh, I know. It came from a place of love. <laughs> Barely. <laughs> oh my he's goodness! To, he's trying to motivate you, Frank. He's just trying to trying to get a little more out of you. You know. I took it as motivation. He 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 was um. He hard hard more. but fair. Yeah. Hard, but fair. Stern, fair. Stern. But hard. Fair, firm, and consistent. <laughs> That's all you need. Heard that from my old uh, chief of mine, and it's true. Fair. Jay, uh, Jay, we're we're getting towards closing this out. Unless you want to keep going, we could go. We could edit anything we want. We could talk about. Uh, you can punt me anytime you want. I'm. Uh, no, I'm we're. How how's life? Well, I don't think you. I don't want to bring down the cat. So let's talk about something more exciting. <laughs> bring us down, Jay. I've been laid off. Misery loves company. Go ahead. You've been laid off. I've been laid off. But he's How still working. Right, I don't know. Three, I, I maxed out on vacation, so I took a vacation because I needed to start accumulating vacation. Is that not 
It's not as bad as being laid off, but good for you, Frank. That is bad, though, that you had accumulated so much vacation well, that they told you you I, need I, to I take it. Shame on this, you. This, well, this new vacation rule. Well, so HR is supposed to notify you, hey, so-and-so, you have reached your max. No longer will you accumulate vacation hours. Here's an idea. So, you should know yourself. I know, but they don't make it readily available. No, they do. No, just internally. I would have to call. Yeah, have yes, to. now they do. Now they do, correct. It's on your paycheck. Now they do. Frank just wants to be mad about something. No, no but I mean, if, if you haven't been accumulating vacation from November till a week ago. I like that Frank rebuttals my I've been laid off with I have too much vacation time. I, you know, Sean, that's... You uh, I want to hear about it if you want to talk about nah, it. No, there's nothing to talk about. I'll get a new job and I'll be fine. Sadly, a great friend of the Corzines, uh, Joe Ure, he's a, a local winemaker here. Great and, dude. Uh, great dude. And we're not shamelessly public. Friend of the Augustine people. family. He's, and he's, Corzine. He, he, and Harris. True, true, true. Uh, as they would say in the biz, a uh, friend of the program. Um, had to lay Sean off. So I'm sure it couldn't have been easy. Oh shit, he paid him off. Let's not go down this road. Nah, we don't want to do that. Um, but Sean's a thousand dollars plus. Can I touch, can I touch back at how Frank somehow spun having too much vacation into a negative? (laughs) I just want, we we overlooked it, we overlooked it because he spun it in a certain way. It sounded but, bad the way he said it, but it's actually really You know, good. they fucking made me take vacation because I had too much vacation. Oh, my. Really? And then he tried to spin it over to Sean. Oh, I, thought, um, like, I thought people in misery need company, so I just I wanted to join. I'm not letting you off that easy, Frank. Uh-uh. I've misunderstood. I've misunderstood. Yeah. So tell us more about your pain of having too much vacation hours. Frank, let us uh, share your pain. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, this well, is what I did, I, I actually, so I had time to gather all my, my tax documents along with my, uh, my family's and got them in a folder. And I, I think I sent them to Jason Augustine with, I haven't seen anything. No, no, not yet. He's okay. deflecting onto you. Watch out. This is what he does. Oh. I, I bonoed the oh. floor today. Um, <laughs> I, I spent is most of my vacation. Being productive, helping out the other part of the Corzine team, Mary Frank, Jambone. I'm sorry to put you on the spot like that, but when you tell me you have too much vacation, uh-huh. I'm not, I don't feel for you oh. at all. Well, I, again, I was just taking. I have no vacation now, Frank. <laughs> actually, in fact, I have a limited vacation. Misery so I'm on a permanent vacation. Sean's, Sean's looking at the homeless shelters in town, <laughs> wondering if he's going to get a cold meal or a, a cold meal. A warm meal would be better. A warm meal tonight. Cold meal he might have to settle for. Well, that's where Sean's at. That's where the majority of people are. Well, these guys I want to talk about are not having a cold meal. Because actually today, uh, February 23rd, they were born in their respective years. Birthdays. Birthdays. Uh, let's start with Tom Osborne, uh, oh, February 23rd, Nebraska. 1937. There we go. Coach the, the Nebraska Cornhuskers. Is he uh, still with us? I don't know. Uh, he coached for 25 years. He became a senator, I believe. If Tom Osborne got in politics, I... I think he was a senator in Nebraska. Um, Remember the red pants he used to wear? Those were badass. 
Cornhuskers, 25 years. He's a three-time national uh, coaching or uh, football coach. Uh, I don't know he's with us. That's a, that's a good uh, a good thing we should find out. Uh, we also Fred Belitnikoff, 1943, a four-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl winner, Hall of Fame wide receiver for the Oakland Raiders. As we'd like to say in San Francisco. The best receiver in college football. What years? What years was he coming? Fred was born in 1943. When was he on the Raiders? 70s. Uh, Fred was beyond my time, but he was in the 70s, early 70s. I love it. Awesome. Uh, We have Ed Too Tall Jones. Ooh. I think we've seen. We we know Ed more probably for his uh, police academy. Appearances, but Too Tall was born in 1951. He was a three-time Pro Bowler, Super Bowl winner for the Dallas uh, Cowboys defensive line. Uh, also on February 23rd, back in 1963, Bobby Bonilla, mm. outfielder for the New York Mets, highest-paid player in uh, baseball amongst other teams. Uh, he's mo- most known the Bobby uh, Bonilla. Uh, well. Day. Off of, uh, you know, That's off an field episode. instead of being on field, but uh, he had his contract addendum with the Mets after he was released in the year 2000. Instead of paying out the 5.9 million still owed to him in 1999, the team agreed to pay him 1.19 million every July 1st from 2011 till uh, was it 220 or 2035? He's gonna be 72 years old. Deferred money. One of the ultimate contract bungles of all time. Unbelievable. Unbelievable. It's it's so amazing. And um, I think about it, I think the two first cards I remember Jay you showing me in my life are mm-hmm. are Barry Bonds and Bobby Bonilla's cards. The Pirates. Yeah. Uh huh. When they're on the same team. And I, mean, I still remember that to this day. And that's such a, good for Bobby Bonilla. And the Mets make. In there too. Huh. Andy well, Van Slyke, yeah, the you're right. The reason they made a good, good part of why they decided to do that with Bonilla, they were the Mets uh, were uh, investing with uh, Bernie Madoff. Mm. And really, that same time frame. Yes. Holy and, shit. And Bernie doesn't didn't at the time lose money then. He, wow. Uh, he, he was uh, the pyramid scheme in. was still on the the lower end of the pyramid. Somehow the Bernie scheme paid Bobby Bonilla off quite well. So. Uh, the last birthday, uh, Andrew Wiggins, 1995, small forward for the Golden State Warriors. How old is he? Formerly uh, number one overall pick back in 2014. He had a pretty pedestrian career until he came to the Warriors, where he won a championship in 2022. Um, how old is he? Well, he was born in 95. So 95 plus 5 is 2000. Can't do math. So it looks like he's 28 years old. Mm-hmm. I like Wiggins a lot. Happy birthday, Wiggies. I don't know much about basketball, but I like watching that guy play. Well, during my recap of the Warriors early in our segment, uh, you know, I mentioned that you know he, he he's, he's hurt. He didn't play the first game today, back from the All-Star break. But he, he's probably one of the best two-way players out there in the NBA. Great offensive and defensive player. Um, Warriors are great in developing either rookies or proven veteran players and can – Bring out the best in them, and that's what they did with Wiggins. And, uh, I'm glad that we got him as a warrior. And happy birthday. And God bless America. God bless. Jay, what do you think? 
Wiggies. Love Wiggies. Won a championship. Yeah. What, uh... Huh? Clay Thompson's a different story for me. Jay, when are you going to come be uh, in studio with us? I want to come soon. How, how long are you committed to your uh, your work details? Augie, what was the demise of you not winning the GCI with seven players in the championship <laughs> round? Go. Well, we'd have to get uh, Casey or Gina on here to talk about it. I mean, it's a mathematical reason. We, stu- we start I too have, early. I didn't have a quarterback is the, one of the reasons. I didn't have Pat Mahomes. Neither did I. <laughs> Sean, three-time blade winner. I got yeah. the uh, I got the cleaver actually yesterday from the previous one. Sean, yes. Congratulations, man. Thank you. Can we all chip in and buy uh, Bush a uh, Lamar Jackson jersey? Oh yeah, I, I will. Oh, yes. Well, yeah. Yeah. Hey, Sean, you got a jersey? Because he drafted him and knew he wasn't going to be playing. Oh. And then tried to make it sound like he knew what he was doing. I guess you had to be there. I forgot you weren't at round table. You gotta be there, Jay. Yeah, I think that's what we're getting to. I'm, I'm on the I'm on the fence. I'm on the about to get kicked out. Yep. Oh. Yep. Yep. Frankie will threaten that for the rest no, of your life. No, it's already been threatened, so we know, we we know <laughs> where we stand. And if we didn't, we know now. Jay, so tonight we we did our our normal surf report. We did our opening thoughts, which was a fun one. I think you'll you'll go back and listen to that and enjoy it. Um, Mainly we, a take, takedown of my relationship yeah, with my wife, but whatever. We, we hammered on Sean quite a bit, but it was in yeah, it was in good fun. Truthers, if you're not uh, Sean. And then we went into uh, biggest chaws in baseball, biggest chews, and I got some pictures of Dykstra and Leland uh, smoking the dirt in the dugout. And we talked about all the different terminology for chews and cigarettes. We're talking uh, solid, yeah, darts, darts, heaters, lung darts. Um, we hit them all. Then we went into your suggested um, man, Jack, Jack McKeon. McKeon. I'll never say it right. He's never said it right once. You nailed it, not saying (laughs) it correctly. Uh, He is. I mean, pronounce it every which way but the right way. After you, you text me, I, the wrong way. <laughs> I went on a deep dive after you text me to, to look yeah, into he's him. A legend, right? He is a legend. Because it's like MCK, and you're thinking, like, you want to see MCK. He's the Pete Rose of cigarette smoking. Sure. The one thing I didn't find out is, is he still alive. I think he's still alive. Anyone know? Jack? Jack? I'm going to, I mean, I never wish. Frank's getting on the, wish, on the uh, machine right now. Will ill, but, I mean. I mean that guy looked old. We we were gonna touch on player managers, but I think we're gonna keep it for next week. I don't, who is it besides Pete Rose? Dude, there's so many. Frank Robinson's the only one I Frank can think Ro- of. Sean grabbed that one right out of the gate. Frank Robinson, first first oh, African American manager in history. First, Jack McKeon is still with us, folks. How many nice. cigars? Yeah. How many hey, cigars hey, a day? Hey. I don't know how many cigars. Let me get a picture of this. Uh, his record is 1,051 for 990. So he's he's you know he's a smidge over 500 winning percentage. Jack is 92 years old. Still smoking, Holy still shit, doing it. Really? Jack is still going strong. Good living in New crazy. Jersey. 
Um, God okay. bless him. Running a half marathon every morning. Oh, easily. He's got mm-hmm. the OT, OT tank. That's what they say. But yeah, Jay, for player co- player managers, just to get you primed up for next week, Pete Rose is, is the last one anybody's ever heard of. And and I I kind of went down the road of baseball, but uh, Dave there's Collins. other sports. Dave there's Collins. other sports. There's player managers. Dave Collins. He was an ex. He was a warrior. No, we're not. Coach. Soccer's not allowed on this program. It's, it's, a, sport. it's a commie okay. sport. <laughs> Communists play soccer. Uh, Joe Torre was one. Just to give you what, a, a communist? No. <laughs> you call him Joe Torre a communist? No. He shot uh, Kennedy, though. Whoa. His rumor. Okay, let's uh, shelf that for next episode. Jim Torre shot. It's a theory. Jim Torrey thought Kennedy shot Kennedy. It's true. Um, is he taking a whiz on air? Yeah, I, th- I hear it. I think, I I think that's it. a whiz on air. But what but kind of. What about Sandlot player manager? There you go. Benny, Benny Rodriguez. Benny Rodriguez wearing the PF Flyers. Walter Noches. Oh. Hey. Oh, here's here's where I want you guys' heads to go with this whole player manager thing. Is like. The last one we had was Pete Rose, Dave, Charlie Hustle, Dave 1984 to 86. So no, Dave Collins. No, it was Pete Rose. Dave Baseball? Collins was the most I recent the player coach yeah. that had happened. Okay, so whoever it was, the last one we had, he was a Golden State Warrior. I want I want to get you guys' brains going this direction for the next show. Um, could Buster Posey have done it? Think about that. Yeah. Could Buster Posey oh, yeah, been a player manager? Yes. He played all nine positions in a game back in college. Think about it. Think about that one. I don't have to think about it. Yeah, I'm trying to take long. Yes, he could. I'm going to say yes. Okay. Kevin Mitchell done it because he was a manager of Sonoma Crushers. Probably. No, Kevin Mitchell could have just hung it up after doing the barehanded catch and made millions. But it makes you think. Yeah, could he hit forty-seven bombs that one year? Who cares? You can probably get him on this podcast. Let's go. Let's get him. Didn't he have an altercation when he was the coach of the uh, he, Sea Monkeys? Or he did have something singular. Sonoma Stomper or Sonoma Crushers. Yeah, he he did. He did have something going on. He beat someone up or threatened someone. John Bosco. No, uh, Kevin Mitchell. Um, Bosco maybe too. Think about player managers. I'm I'm thinking. Uh, I think Brady should have probably been one. I'm at sure. Some point. I'm sure a Ripken. You I'm not sure if it was Cal. I think Cal Junior or Billy. I mean, I'm sure one of them three have been a player coach. I'm thinking like Aaron Rodgers probably Billy. Whether or not you thought. I did think. You did. You were like tilting. You're like. Ripken's player coach. There's a bunch of. Them. Chances are better than one person. And Alou? Tell me Alou is not a baseball coach? Mm. Yeah. Mm. Mm. Sure, there's an Alou out there. I saw hey, Felipe Alou at We're Safeway talking about playing here in Sonoma. Player coach. You're telling okay, me. I a, thought you didn't understand what the question was. You're telling was for me there. there's a potential for not having an Alou being a player coach. Or a Cal Rip or a Ripken being a player coach. Pretty sure no. You're telling me there's a chance. <laughs> I guess so. I'm just I'm I'm not. The, the, Frank, calm down. Some truth. 
All opinion. Okay. There's our tagline. Jay, what time you got down there? <laughs> <laughs> down there in San Luis Obispo. Is it later? Two hours? What's the time differential? Feels like it. This is. I, I got to wake up in three hours or do some work. You're not even going to sleep. Sounds awesome. It's great. It's great life. Hey, um, can we count on you for next week or? Hopefully not. We're going to wrap it up. I'd rather talk to your wife. Oh. Oh. Can you bring some heat. Yeah, I'll come in. I, I appreciate you guys letting me on. Uh, good stuff you guys got going. Well, Tiny. Well, uh, we, I, we, I'm not going to take any of the credit. This is all uh, uh, Scotty Bigfoot over here. Jay, can you give us a, a workout tip, a word of advice, life advice, just something on you the way out? Breathe. You got to breathe. Breathing is important. Mm. I always say that to my wife. How many breaths in, how many breaths out? Breathe before well, what you're one in, one out for every rep. Mm. Just, like, just, well, just like that's what I don't want. Like, like uh, how deep are you gonna go? Jay, you know, I, I like that, Jason. Breathe. Do you know who Huel Hauser is? Who? Huel Hauser. Exactly. Don't feel Doogie bad. I, I said Doogie the same Hauser? thing. Can you do me a favor and do some homework and do? Uh, Save no. You have more important things. Google Hugh Hauser and just watch one full episode and fall in love. You're fine, Jay. Don't worry. It's about our it. Uncle Gordy. Oh, nice. He's Uncle the man. Is- He's the nicest dude you've ever seen. The it's it's uh it's a beautiful show. He's you, holding you hostage using a family name, which isn't fair. As soon as you see it, you'll be like, I know who Hugh Hauser is. Yes, I do. Alright. 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 Jay, guys. thank you. Later, Jay. Good night, buddy. Later. Good night, brother. <laughs> he didn't want to do it tonight, but he did it. Hey, put that up. To, you got it. <laughs> I, I saved some of them. Put a couple more out there for Huel Hauser. Huel Hauser is coming up on the next one. You know, I want to get Tim Bertini in on the Huel Hauser because as soon as I dropped Huel Hauser, he's like, dude, I'm in. It's, uh, you have to... You have to know who he is. I went, I went on a – I mean, I grew up watching him. I didn't really grow up watching him. I watched him when I was way older. Like, not way older, but like after high school probably. But you knew who he was when you saw him, right? Yeah, You're like, I've seen him. Yeah, exactly. Which I'd never really watched, but it sometimes – it's like the kind of my dad. Absolutely. It was, it was one of those things. It was uh, It was like you, you always knew who it was. Um, it was a comfortable feeling. And when Hugh Hauser came on, it was uh, – just, I won't lie. That at that point, I was smoking a bunch of weed, and it was just like the funniest thing ever because he was so positive. Positive. It was unbelievable. So positive. Like I couldn't believe that anyone could be that positive. Yeah. Ever. They need to make a documentary on this guy. Maybe we should be the ones to do it. That we should. Can you head that up? I did. I did, read his Wikipedia page. He gave all of his tapes. He had cassette tapes, or I don't know whatever they filmed on at that time. But he gave them all to a college, and they sold them or something. They had his house. Have so you heard what? about his house? No. It was like a flying saucer or yes. something? Yeah. It was called the Volcano House. It's no amazing. Way. Where was it? In like Palm Springs out there. I think it was in... Uh, God, I want to uh, go visit. I don't I don't remember the town. It's so remote out there. You'd probably... It'd be hard to find. Hmm. But it would be fun to go see I where he lived. I did just see that. Like, uh, I didn't know that. I was did very little research 
I, was, I just wanted us to riff off what we knew of Hugh Hauser. And yeah, the Flying Saucer House was one of them. But just his general demeanor of... of so pumped on anything. Anything. Everything. Is that water? Well, look at that. <laughs> <laughs> well, golly. What do we have here? <laughs> Is this a drinking fountain? And what do you do here? Now, now you're telling me. <laughs> you're telling me water ah, comes ah. out of this thing? So if I press this button right here, I know. <laughs> if and I he was press, serious. That's the whole thing. It was completely dead serious. It was it was in, uh, infectious. Infectious. His personality was infectious. You wanted to be with him and hang out with him. Oh man, that I I feel the same way about my uncle Gordy. If you <laughs> you've met Uncle Gordy, I have met him. It's been a long time, but he's infectious, man. He just he's just positive, 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 and he wants to know. He's the anti Frank. Yeah, exactly. Well, Frank is Frank doesn't let on how positive he is. Um, but my uncle Gordy is. I walk myself into. Oh, nothing. We're talking Hugh Hauser and his positivity, and I, I liken him to my my uncle Gordy, who is just very much the same way. It's just like oh, Gordy's a great man. Stoked on in if you ever had a and you have had a conversation with him, is he wants to know everything about everything you have going on and we're not used to it like when i talk to my uncle gordy i'm not used to people like yeah okay the normal it's like the normal yeah okay cool you told me what you've had going on we're supposed to say that to each other right but my my uncle gordy's like no tell me more like he is he wants to know he's genuine genuine and yeah exactly it's Most hard to see these you days doing and you start Absolutely. talking, they just I'm guilty wander of off. And you're like, okay, I guess, never mind. I'm, I'm guilty of the same thing. but I, I wasn't listening. I didn't mean that. Totally. And it's 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 just he's always been that way, and I, lo- I really love that about him. And Hugh Hauser was the same way. You mean Genuine the singer? No, no, not even in the same sentence. But it's just that, uh, that authenticity. Hugh Hauser had it. My uncle Gordy has it. It's just that they're they're really want to know what's going on. And Frank, you have some homework to do to go watch. Uh, I want you to watch Hewelhauser uh, Avocado Farm. I think that's one. Um, that dog just ate an avocado. <laughs> an avocado. Can you believe it? <laughs> he walked right over there and ate it. Like that's just how he is. He he's walking you through it. Look at that. That's a hose over there. And what comes out of that hose? Can you tell me what comes out of that hose? Oh, we have somebody that works here. This is a hose right here. Tell me about this hose. Now, what is that? Is that plastic? That's a plastic hose. God darn it. That's a plastic hose. Look at him. Look at him. He's picking it up. He's drinking out of that plastic. He's drinking water out of a plastic hose. <laughs> It's actually pretty spot on. That, word I, for I've word. I've seen that episode. <laughs> is, is Huel like Captain Obvious before Captain Obvious? No. He's Captain Positivity. Exactly. Frank, watch an episode. You'll know Frank what we're talking about. Frank would probably be disgusted by him. <laughs> well, I, the only Huel thing I know, I, I remember he had a good line. It was. Uh, He's got so many good In the lines. land of the blind, the one-eyed man is king. That was Huel Hauser? I think that was Huel. Well, it sounds like something he would say. I mean, it carries a lot of weight. He's not wrong. He's not wrong. Uh, yeah, no, I'll, I'll, I'll give Huel the benefit of the doubt. I think he, you know, uh, 
at his heyday, he was uh, repping the state of California, which we all reside and born in, was schooled and. He never came to Northern California, though. We can hold that against him. I think he did. He went all over California. Not this area. Huel? Huel. Did Huel ever make it north of San Francisco? Huel's dancing in his grave right now. He went to, like, the gold country. A lot of places in the... In Southern California. So did she, what was the closest you'll sniff Sonoma? I don't know. He should have come here. He loved it. My dad could have showed him around. So we need to research this because... I think you need to research about us researching someone that you didn't obviously research enough about. Oh. oh you think it's somewhere near or dear to where we're at. Frank's back, everybody. Uh, Frank... First of all, go watch a, a Huelhauser California Gold episode and then get back to me uh, first to start start there. Um, but you're right. I don't know. I He did California Gold, so he ventured, and I think it was at least eight seasons. I'm going to go It was eight. on for a long time. I'm going to go eight seasons. Over under set at eight. What are you going, Sean? On California Gold. <laughs> no. Really? Sean's going eight and a half. I'm going eight. Huel Hauser, California Gold. Just California Gold. Uh, I everybody needs to go out and watch this show. It's it's dynamite. It's amazing. Everything you want in a show and more. California Gold.
California Gold, Huel Hauser. We'll talk a lot more about Huel Hauser in, in later episodes, but that's our show. Thanks for listening, everybody. Uh, remember to uh, help an old lady across the road, um, help her into her car, and uh, but don't kidnap her. <laughs> Have a good night.